Friday, y'all. This is the Quincy Jones Show live here at the doctor's office. The yes, hospitality sir. is off the charts. You get it? The charts? The hospitality? Yeah, the hospital. hospital and a doctor? I, 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 the, the local medical facilities are going crazy over this. But so You stop it there, Jones. I, I will. I will. <laughs> but not without dropping off healthy dose of the Quincy Jones Show. I am Quincy Jones. Go to my left, or I guess across the table from me. My equal. I'll, I'll show you the bloody table. <laughs> yeah, you haven't hit that one in a while. <laughs> in a while. Doc McIntyre. No, <laughs> hip-hop hybrid. The only one in existence in the world of hip-hop. There could only wrestling. be one. <laughs> there could only be one. There could only be one Doc Lesnar. The Highlander sword. But uh, you know what it is. World's greatest tag team partner heard it, heard on it, heard this it. planet in yep. this business. And we are back with a brand new spanking episode. Yes, you sir. this week, man. And you know what? I want to just, uh, not wrestling related, but happy belated to one of the uh, day ones, man. Jay Moolah, what's good, yes, man? Yes, sir. Happy and, uh, belated had, uh, birthday, sir. I believe he was out in Vegas doing the damn thing. I think he was doing a, a couple. I know he was out of town. For I sure. know. Maybe he turned. He probably turned Vegas into Keiko. So you that's know, probably yeah. You know the vibes. Yeah. Man, hey, but. link up, link with your boy. <laughs> Got a yeah. gift for your boy. I know you busy, but you know. We'll, no, I'm, we'll I'm reach actually. I'm, we'll I'll probably re- hit him. Yeah, he tried to hit me this week when he got back. I'm probably gonna touch uh, touch down with him. Yeah, we uh, talked a bit on uh, in the DMs. So, that's what's up, yeah, man. That's what's up, dude. But you know what? Let's get into it. We got a little bit of news, yes, and then we sir. got some review. That we do. And you know, we can't do any news without a little bit of rumor and innuendo, ladies oh, and gentlemen. No. And, uh, you know, last week I had the privilege of dropping by just for a little bit for WWE SmackDown, Friday Night SmackDown. It was at uh, my Smack place of employment, uh, the all- Honda Center in Anaheim, California. So I stayed for a little bit. Um, didn't really care too much about the Logan Paul appearance, but I did stay to see this rare thing that started going i guess friday rolled into bakersfield the next day in the weekend and it's been yeah. going on and it's what's going on is in between you know the commercial breaks the lights are going out they're playing uh white rabbit, white rabbit. by jefferson airplane and yeah uh, which, which they, I, I think you know there's, there's a little a few things with that red lights are flashing and uh because the red lights has led people to believe that there's a Bray White return on the horizon, as obviously the red lights are synonymous with his presentation as the fiend. It's uh, Kane. <laughs> it could be Kane. Uh, you also got to remember too, the White Rabbit is a little bit synonymous with some of the, you know, because the the well, song is based is 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 kind of based on uh, or inspired by Alice in Wonderland. Well, the, and a lot of people notice they kind, you know, I don't know if you remember, there was that weird, cringy. Mad Hatter Tea Party that he and Alexa Bliss did on the Funhouse. Yeah, but the other ago. thing too is if you remember, the only member that died was the Rabbit, and in, in the Funhouse. Really? Oh yeah, that's right, the Rambling Rabbit. So yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if there's, but also a lot of people are, are speculating this could be for Cross because yeah, I was going to get to that as well because obviously when he was in Lucha Underground, he was no, his name was the White Rabbit. And I'll be honest, the presentation and the choice of song seems more in tune with something Cross would do, in my opinion. But at the same time, Daryl Cross... Quete would never let that. <laughs> but Cross is also, 
kind of already like returned and he's yeah, had a match. So I don't saved know. his own image already. Yeah. Kinda, right? So I don't think he needs this per se. But what was interesting was on Monday, there was a segment backstage at Austin Theory. A lot of people didn't see that there was this white rabbit and a, a QR code in back of him yeah so a some, lot of yeah, people, people yeah, yeah they, they, I, I, they scanned the code it took you to this site that had this hangman game and you know the the the, the question was i believe is who killed the world and the answer was you did but viewers noticed that the guesses the first the letters that were guessed were d-e-m-o-n not all of them were up there but that spells demon you know what i'm saying so that was something that was very interesting and of course uh demon nine, came <laughs> Demon King. And of course, 923 has also been heavily featured in the vignette, but that's which is today's, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, today's date, which is expecting a return tonight. But that's what has a lot of people thinking maybe it's crossed because the 923 is being displayed like on a digital clock. And everyone knows clocks are usually crosses thing. And to add to that speculation, I know somebody had retweeted a video of the Lucha Underground White Rabbit, you know, has reached the temple like the yeah. vignette. And he responded simply by putting a hole a rabbit next to it like a rabbit hole question mark and a uh, hourglass see the other the other thing is if you remember the white rabbit tribes like a lot of their visuals were a lot of like the the spinning uh checkerboard type yeah and you see a lot of that in the video too yeah and which could mm -hmm. be a throw off you Mm -hmm. know what i mean but um, the thing that got me is the the whole Jefferson airplane thing because I thought it was the same. I didn't realize, and I could be wrong. There's another band, Jefferson Starship. It's the same band. It is. Yeah. So they, yeah. Different they, members it, or what? They, yeah. As they started changing sound and members, it turned uh, into Jefferson. Because they, they sing yeah. Jane, the, and then they, yeah. the, the song that Orange yeah. Cassidy uh, mm-hmm. comes out to exactly. or used to. Mm-hmm. But um, so I was like, it's Orange. <laughs> I think he's still, he's still coming out to Jane. Well, I don't. Know, he has a different song now. Like like if you notice, he paid for two different songs. I mean, I know he had Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. Yeah, but, oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the one, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, so Pixies was the one that they, he did do, and then they, they ended up doing the, the Jefferson Star. Yeah. yeah. So, but And then the last thing I would say to add to it is people who have been noticing, so the only two matches that have been announced for Extreme Rules are Riddle and Matt, uh, or was it no, Riddle, yeah. Riddle and, and Rollins. The, the fight pit. Are you going to talk and, about yeah. the, the graphic behind that? Yeah, so a lot of people were saying how it's weird how the difference between that graphic and the other one, I can't remember what. What it was live and someone else. There you go. Yeah. That that one specifically has a. I don't know what the burning trash can signifies, but a burning trash can, a rocking chair, or a chair of some kind, and a lantern. I didn't that's see like, any of that. What I saw was two gloves that went like this. Mm, okay, but that's if I wanted to see that because yeah, a lot of people were saying no. If you remember, uh, they were basically saying that it was a different background to illustrate the match type. Between, mm. because remember the last time he had the fight pit was with uh, Thatcher. Yeah. Which, it would be great if he came back, but we don't know what they're doing with that no, guy. No, well, I think I was telling you Thatcher and Birch are now coaches. With oh, NFC. you did say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Hey, good good for them, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But um, but it is interesting, because I will say, if that's the case, a lantern, a chair, and a burning trash can have no place for a fight pit. You know, no. so that's I mean, what's weird, too. I also don't think it has any... I'm hoping if if it is a clue, it's a red herring and it's nothing to do with the match. That's what I, I was just going to say. You know I don't mean? think there's any reason for him to – unless he feels like he's got to re- resurrect that, that loss that started the snowball, which was against that, that DQ – you know, finish against him in True. a hell in a cell against Rollins, but but, but they're saying he's going to be on SmackDown supposedly. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that that's the rumor. It's like it makes no sense because you know he Seth is on Raw, but then again, hey, no one could really govern him because he's just that's just what he does. Yeah. But 
I honestly hope he's not on SmackDown because I just don't want to see him and Braun again. I mean, the only thing I was going to say, I was like, you would think they would have played on Braun's uh, past relationship with him, or that maybe he finds a mallet or some, I don't know. That, yeah. Maybe it's a little bit too on the nose, but something, right? Where he's just I like, mean, yeah, that would be a good little gateway to Mama try to Cita, get to did that. you put this in my locker? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, that's probably why they're on the same show. Yeah, so 100%. That, but I will say uh, the interesting thing about this is that yeah, Friday, yeah. Th- that morning before I went to SmackDown, it had, was reported that Bray Wyatt and WWE, their talks had stalled. So mm. I think that was planted. If this is, if this it's is a him. new age, yeah, and a lot of that does go on, which yeah. um, some of it goes unnoticed, some of it you can kind of, mm-hmm. you know, do chase the the breadcrumbs, so to speak. But that seems to be one of those things because, from what I heard internally, no one knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I was gonna so, add like even production has been shut out. You know, which, which I you think would think is, like merchandise is like. So, do we make something? Or would, would, <laughs> are we rolling this out? I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble for not being on the ball. Yeah, yeah like, seriously. We're not Ryan Barkin. We don't have a shot that you we can imagine. Just put some you shit you have like a big like family vacation about to start, and you're like, Mox. so I don't need to know. And they're looking at you, no, you know, and no. then like it's. Well, I'm leaving on Friday the 23rd. Huh? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But you might want to get a late but, flight. But what, it, what does that mean? If you look in the byline and the guidelines, it says that you are supposed to be on call. Yeah. If or, given notice, and or, we're or giving like, you uh, notice. I heard it's a uh, I heard it's a working vacation. So oh oh oh, oh 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 it's a work kid. It definitely is a work. Yeah, that man. vacation was a work. This is the shoot. You're going to work. You're coming to work. <laughs> coming to, yeah, you're working the weekend. Oh man, but yeah, that was my update for Bray because I you know a lot of speculation has gone on with that. But speaking of updates, I know you were telling me you had an update yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, Stratus. I know this is not like a clear cut uh, segue, but in terms of updates, this is actually a pretty important one health wise. Um, Trish Stratus actually just kind of went under the radar. Um, she actually had to get rushed to the emergency room, oh, I shit. believe, a couple of days ago because uh, her appendix was on the verge of bursting. But uh, she's okay. Uh, everything's, uh, from what I read, she's still stable. Um, and it looks like she's going to be good going forward. But yeah. Man, I feel like I've been watching a lot of, uh, I, I recently started getting into House. Oh, no, dude, them and clips have been like, on YouTube like yeah, crazy. Like, yeah. Right, yeah, and I, it's just one of those things where it's just like somebody just had their appendix burst. And it's acting, but still, you're like, oh. Ugh. I don't want that. You're like, I thought they said we don't need that. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I thought so. they said we could live without that if we could take right. it out. What? Well, I'm glad to hear that she stabilized. And, and yeah, no, 100. Uh, I mean, regardless, okay. regardless of who it is, I mean, you don't want to hear anybody being hurt. So. Oh, yeah, that just sucks. Um, which I, I mean, not to be, I, I guess I, I, I've been hearing whispers supposedly as far as like the the hurt department that they've been low key, maybe or maybe not readying a return for Big E possibly. You know what, man? I heard there was a big rumor, I think, maybe two weeks ago, but we didn't do the news that week. Yeah, you're right. It was so dominated oh, by the there punk buck so stuff. stuff yeah. And I didn't, it just felt kind of like, yeah, maybe. May, you know, like I yeah, could, we'll I didn't see any, any, any site I trust did not abide their feel, uh, or extend yeah. their confirmation. So I feel like I don't like to bring things here prematurely unless I yeah. know for sure. You know what I yeah. mean? So, but um, I will say one thing. Uh, that maybe some people feel was premature was the departure of Vince McMahon from WWE, if you could believe that. Um, you know, uh, apparently it's been said that Vince may not be completely done with WWE. There are discussions about... I think we all kind of knew internally that was well, it's, some it, way, shape, or form the case. Yeah, but yeah. I don't... It's not really... How in, soon? In, in, 
No, well, not yeah. in the vein we're thinking. I think we think he'll be back at the helm and helping creatively, but this is more about the way he An departed. On screen. Well, it's like they said, there are discussions about how to pay tribute to his achievements of turning the, quote, small town wrestling biz into a global business venture. I'm sorry, buddy, but that wasn't just you. Yeah. No, I'm, I, this is a quote, yeah, but, you know. Yeah, I'm it sorry. Says his departure was pretty unceremonious in terms of the business behind the scenes, but the sport is about fans, and as controversial as it may seem, there are fans who feel he deserves a send-off. However, an acknowledgement of his contributions remains an active discussion among the creative team. Obviously, Vince will not wrestle again, but having an invitation to WrestleMania could be a possibility. One discussion is whether it is it is too soon to be uh, to honor him at the uh, WWE Hall of Fame. Event yeah, that's the, night the rumor was that they were supposedly going to do. I'm like, I hell for sure think that that doesn't need to be a center of attention. No, I mean, um, I don't think I it'll go mania. over wrong. I don't think it'll be bad. No, but I, I think I, it's, I think I do think it's just maybe maybe wait one more year. I think that'd be. I don't. Think, I think that's the, the yeah, that's, that's the, the fear cl- though. Absolute. I think they're 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 in a rut where it's like, do we just get this done and it's. Six, just a, six, seven uh, months away. We can just kind of we'll sandwich him, you know. But obviously, because he's Vince, he has to kind of be the main event of that. that, and, Hall that of and that's fame. my thing. It's like, you yeah. Know, but but I, then if you wait too long, you then it just leaves it up for everyone and go. Well, this is the first time we see Vince McMahon since his unlikely departure in twenty. Yeah, and, and that's all you can think about. Exactly, is, and, it's and, dominated and, and you don't want. That. Yeah, you don't want that over. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same. The problem. black cloud over the rest of everyone else it's trying exactly. to get honored, and and my thing is this, and you know, don't quote me on this, but there's other people who, yeah, they did a lot of good, but they still did like Vince. What Vince did is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's my thing. It's like people they often you know they always be like, yeah, but you can't overshadow. Like, like, well, that's what y'all are doing with Vince. Like, I understand what he did, but it's like there's a reason why he's not there now. Yeah, and it's like there's a reason why other people aren't in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean, and and you know, oh, we can't dare have a positive uh, uh, idea about those people. But the, you know what I mean, mean it's just, it's, I know, it's, I know, has yeah, it's been pulled. But and I'm not saying he shouldn't. Yeah, no, but and, it's yeah, like I'm not saying it's equal. Right? Yeah, it's not an yeah. equal playing field. But you gotta, you gotta sideline everybody. From, exactly. You know what I mean? That's kind of just what yeah. it is. But uh, and that was my way of saving myself without saying a few uh, names. Let's, so. let's, let's, <laughs> let's, I'll say this just to cap that that off, and I'll get into AW news. Let's keep it to foul. Wow. If Trump got in trouble for doing the same thing and it was the same type of investigation presidential or not whatever if that came out he would be pulled out of that hall of bro if 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 any of those guys were saying i'm not saying you know i'm not here to say trump's racist but he said a lot of shit that hey didn't pull this guy is (laughs) it's one thing to be representing a company but you're representing the fucking u.s saying this shit and you're like no he he stays in the hall of fame like anyone else in that hall of fame that would have said that Mm -hmm. representing wwe as a hall of famer they, I mean, look at Sonny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, and, and by the way, can you imagine of all people that try to condemn Sonny publicly for what they've done and how they haven't taken her out the Hall of Fame before? Of all fucking people, Bill DeMott. Bruh, get your ass in the back of the line you and lock the yeah, goddamn you, door. Yeah, you're talking about a building. You'll, oh, not building, but you're talking about a club. You'll never <laughs> you'll get invited You'll never to. get in, bro. Even if you didn't do what you did, you just didn't. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but that's the thing about some of the trainers. A lot of the great trainers are guys that didn't get to the big belt and didn't yeah. get the big break, but have everything. A hundred percent experience and knowledge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, that, and those are the best trainers. I mean, they're not there to teach you charisma. They're there to teach yeah. you mat work. And, and that's the thing. You know? Some of them know because of hindsight and then also where they went wrong. And it, uh, the thing, yeah, that doesn't discredit anything that they can offer at all. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. From a, from that guy, you're like, 
hold I, hold on. I think the kettle was turning black on the stove right now. Like, what is it? Shut, shut your ass up, man. <laughs> that kettle's black. Oh, my God. My God. <laughs> my God. That kettle has children. Oh, man. But uh, turning it to AEW, I have a few updates and a few stars as well as uh, the latest on the whole punk, buck, scrum Did you debacle. have anything about uh, Sammy Guevara, by the way? I did, but didn't. I So I did see he put out he, that tweet about if, saying, thanks to everyone who's paying attention. You got, God, you know, yes. and, and said, I'll, I'll be um, addressing this on the vlog tomorrow. I didn't see the vlog, and I know I, you I, watch it, but I, did. I didn't see any stories come from it. No, see, the only so. thing, the only reason why I had brought it up is because Ringside and their asses, bro, they sat there and took one thing he said from the video out yeah. of context, runs with it, and does a whole article about. Is he thinking about leaving and go to WWE? He he said something about Cody, them treating like. I remember I actually saw it and I wrote him like, dude, don't fucking click on this to fucking article. This is clickbait. I was like, did he say the quoted thing? Yes. Magic word context though. Go watch the vlog for yourself so you can see what he really said. Because mm-hmm. it's like you guys are trying to get money for clicks off which, this bullshit. Which site bro. was this? Ringside News. That's and, the and reason they why they've dropped. Yeah, I remember when, uh, you know, 10 years ago, I thought Ringside was the place top to get light. news. And then now it's gone down. It, it's like, it's made top 10, but it's like, like they're, they're they, play, they slid down really Their play-by-play of this Malachi situation has been botched. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, information, really like, inconsistent information one day and not that the other. But my bad. I didn't mean no, to No, 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 you're good. No, but, I'm, yeah, I, I, right. I just wanted to clarify that shit. But, yeah, yeah no, get, that, get that almost made my list. I just didn't have anything else to go on. So, But uh, Jeff Hardy update. Uh, you guys know he got arrested a few months ago, obviously, for, you know, substance, uh, drinking, et cetera, DUI. Um, it's said now, I mean, obviously he pled not guilty. We talked about that. But his trial is now set for October. But uh, it's being reported he is currently seeking the uh, substance abuse treatment that was conditional for a uh, potential AW turn and uh it's also been said that he is expected to be out of rehab soon and back in the ring and matt also recently told fans on his podcast to quote get ready to meet the new jeff um what if jeff and matt join the house of black i wouldn't be mad at it i mean you could really get a new brood type of um vibe for the for the modern i don't know know if they need it though because they already have buddy and brody as a tag but but they, th- but that's they a could st- maneuver them yeah, as, as a say, main and a and a and a, and a mid card. Yeah, I mean, you you got a main mid card tag if you throw the Hardys in there, right? And then at the same time, it's it's depending what Julia's reps are. Over ah, time, I forgot she's in there. It's yeah, not I, a bad aesthetic, but she gotta have just, a leader. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I say Rio's always had a little, a little, uh, yeah, a little bit, you know. What I mean? <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. But um. Yeah, another uh, small update, too, I wanted to give was, uh, let me see, it was, I, I guess I'll, I'll go, I'll pivot to Hangman. Uh, you know, we've been wondering his position with all the stuff going on, seeing Punk calling him a, a, a what, dumb-headed fuck empty or whatever. Headed empty, dumb fuck. Yeah, yeah, empty-headed dumb fuck and all that stuff. And, Pass um, me more muffins. Exactly. And you know, and uh, <laughs> he recently kind of... Um, got his turn on the i guess the media spin wheel when he uh dropped this quote you know and it was like with photos of him with the rest of the dark order and he said uh after you get quote after you get famous you stop growing but you don't have to and it says after being an even small part of a movement with the elite and our subsequent falling out i was afraid of stagnation i was happy fulfilled and getting a good paycheck but without anyone to push me further during brody's illness i was scared uh to move forward with these guys but we all still felt it was the right thing to do i can never say enough about all the dark order john's jokes effortlessly turn a bad day into a hilarious one 
Alex is my dad friend. Our sons were born five days apart, and it's been so grounding to have someone on the same ride as me. Uh, Uno self-deprecates in a way I can relate to, only wishing he saw himself the way I saw him. Uh, 10 for working tirelessly and covering for my sorry ass at the latest uh, possible notice. Anna for never hesitating to get in on a good dick joke and be one of the boys. Stu for never being complacent with his spot and always wanting for more. Five for overcoming having such a small penis <laughs> and getting the confidence to bet on himself in a way I have never had to. Colt for being a foundation, I'm sorry, a fountain of wisdom and saying to me the most self-affirming words I have ever heard. I owe a lot of my career to Matt, Nick, and Kenny. I owe as much to these guys too. Thank you for helping me continue to grow. So I don't think it's a farewell or anything like that. I think it's just one of those. Maybe it's time to pivot from this. Uh, you know, I think, and I think that they don't, don't need to waste TV time to show it, but yeah. this is a, be, a better way of doing it. Yeah, because I and I'll be honest, I think he was kind of forced to do it because you mm. got probably. Well, think about it. He just had the trios match right with the elite. They probably those were the pieces they were going to use to probably tell the rest of that story. Well, that's why. And, and, and so and, and he that's probably, why probably like, yeah. had to rush to it and do it this way. Maybe. I mean, it's been a, a this is like the slowest molasses burning ass fucking candle ever. You know what I mean? So like the second and, and, it, and it went out like a snake. <laughs> it even go out like an actual. It really I mean? did. Yeah. And we didn't even get to see it. Like it, we just heard about it, which I don't. And that's why I say, I don't think I needed to see it. We saw the inadvertent, uh, you know what I'm saying? Buckshot on silver. We saw if you, I don't know if you ever caught that BT. I was telling bit. I was telling you about where the bucks went to go see him after. And, um, oh, no, I didn't get you to see that. Yeah, because, yeah. like, John is kind of a little bit, like, passive-aggressive about how he feels about uh, Hangman hitting him in the face. Oh, okay. He's like, I mean, yeah, my, my jaw's only broken, but whatever. Yeah, let's go look for Hangman. You know what I mean? Mm, Shit like that. Oh, right? okay. But, like, the Bucks, I think I told you they actually, like, gave him, like, their props. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I remember you did tell me that, which is probably – I do want to see that. I, I was so close. I was caught up, and then once – all out happened. I like I was telling you, I have a hard time sitting through like 40, 50 minutes. Well, it, a lot it, of it, it was a lot of wrestling B-roll. that weekend too. So, yeah, you know what very I mean? true. So. Yeah, that's true. So I'll probably, I'll go back to it. But um, yeah, man. Uh, another star I wanted to give a little update on is Malachi Black. We were just bringing him up, man. And um, yeah, we talked about. Yeah, uh, it seems he's. Uh, it seemed like maybe the initial reports. Offered that he was on what they call a conditional release. Yeah, that was one of those things that I, I believe we even we either talked about it or we we talked about it on the show. Mm-hmm. So not to say we were guilty too, but we were going off information that was being yeah. You know, and so. and I think with those specific words, it sounds like he's taking time away and then coming back to the table to figure out you know the next step. But from what I could tell, it seems like he's more likely to actually be done with AEW. Really? And which is kind of interesting if that's the truth, because a lot of it is, and he's always guilty of this, is Wade Keller. He just kind of... You saw my face. You uh, said uh, yeah, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he does this thing where, if, well, I, I don't know this for sure, but if you ask me, and then it's like, but yeah. the way he conveys his opinion is 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 he is like fact like he knows this has yeah, a source good authority and yeah. those are the things that make quotes yep. but if you read the quote you go but he's not confirming Farming, it. yeah he's, this is not he's this, surmising it and, like, and, and the thing is is whether it's on purpose or not he the name kind of holds a little bit of oh who to come from oh wood keller oh, okay that guy yeah, he, he's, he's known. To, Torch, yeah. He's known to know what he talks about. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it used to work. Same thing with Meltzer when, when Meltzer, writer, Meltzer yeah. would say some stuff, and then he would get it wrong too. But whatever, you know. I think Meltzer has more of a 
leeway, I guess. Uh, I would say. Um, no, he has a longstanding. Uh, he's got more room that. for grace, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah, yes and no, because he's. No. I feel like he, over the years, the last at least the last five, he's been getting more shit than he used to. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, but, uh, yeah he took to. Uh, he finally broke his silence on everything, and uh, this is the statement he pieced together. Um, he just says, you know. Firstly, uh, I dislike reading parts of my private conversations between myself and AEW in regards to my mental well-being on the internet. These conversations are private and not meant to be shared with the public. As by now, most people realize I'm a very private person and do not feel the need to have stuff like this out on the internet. If you've been following me longer than a cup of coffee, you're aware I've spoken about them prior, but, but would like to be the one deciding when this finds its way to the public and not through someone else's mouth. As with anything through the lips of someone else, that story gets distorted. Secondly, to be in line with the above, they also need context. I did indeed ask my release. The last two years of my life have ended, I'm sorry, lended to a lot of setbacks. Uh, both me and my wife have been affected by uncontrollable actions from outside that resulted in loss of life, medical setbacks, career jeopardizing, the suicide of a close friend and a close family member almost losing their life, then experiencing an injury that I was sure was the end of my career. I spent every week going through several sessions of rehab, dry needling, and therapy just to be able to walk and compete. Now this being the tip of the iceberg and with the combination of the promises in my professional field that were not upheld, which resulted as a combo of all these to a complete demoralization of life and career. This decision has been in my mind for the past six months. It's hard to really put a finger and say this was the moment it all went wrong but i can tell you after many years that i've learned from a rational point of view to see when i need to hit the brakes and which which is what this is um you know he goes on and says um you know Perhaps once my mind settles on certain things and processes the last two years a bit better, I will convey from a, uh, a dif different platform than written out what the exacts were that happened and have a more informed conversation about them. For now, uh, I am good and taking for the first time in 22 years a few months to recalibrate the last two decades of my life. And, uh, you know, th the last one he says... I have read a few narratives online in regards to my release, mental health, and my personal life that I can summarize swiftly. If it didn't come from me, it didn't happen. Stuff about conditional releases, stuff in my marriage, or using said mental health to leverage the other, when, as I said before, that part wasn't even going to be part of the public conversation or false. My marriage is fine. I am fine. It is just time to make sure those things stay that way. Once again, appreciate the support. See you soon. And uh, it's crazy because Meltzer, even he's claiming that he knows from a source that he not you know when he asked for a release he was also thinking about returning to wwe really that's what he says but we just said that Meltzer doesn't always get him i mean you know? his wife is there so that's the only reason to make sense yeah and i'm and i'm sure with triple h there mm -hmm. it makes for a different i mean he was gonna do a fucking comeback and fucking black mass finn to take over the judgment day <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's kind of hard though. Is that what is that what's gonna happen? I would be mad. And then the internet's gonna have a field day with that. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, and Meltzer, let me ask you this. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, the stuff that he named. Do mm -hmm. you think all that recent, or maybe just within that decade he was just talking about? I think within the uh, the last two years is what he Sheesh. says. And then you know the thing, and I don't really want to you know zero in on this, but the first thing he said was lost life. Yeah, and. I, I believe, I think I know what he's yeah, referring to. Yeah, alluding to, and, you know, yeah, if that's the case, I could relate, and that shit is yeah, heavy. Especially and if he it, hasn't had a time yeah. to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And then you, and that's the yeah. first in the bundle or the list. Yeah. 
and then and, you and, throw and in the injury. No detail. Just he has to kind of speed by for his own his yeah. own well being because he's putting that out to the world. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. And 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 the thing that disgusted me about this, after he put this out, Ringside put something else out saying that he said something, and literally everyone in the comments are like, dude, he literally just said if it didn't come from him, it didn't come from him. So yeah. shut the fuck up. That's ringside, though, man. It's just, I'm like, y'all just, just got to make a buck, bro. Like, calm the fuck down. Yeah. I mean, Meltzer said, uh, you know, that Black, quote, he, he had a push there. He was hurt, which was part of the problem. I think he had a bad back, so he was used not as much as late. They put him in the trios thing, so the other two guys, you know, it's a lot easier with the injury to be in the trios. Rather than being a singles guy, uh, I guess we have to wait to see it play out and see what the situation is. Uh, basically, it's what type of a deal he and Tony came up with. Tony wouldn't talk about it. He'd talk a lot about he talk a lot, but didn't say any specifics as to what the deal is. The story going around is that it was a conditional release. Um, I don't really know what that means. The assumption of a conditional release is that probably something where he just can't go to WWE. There's a time frame or something like that. I don't think he would agree to it if the time frame was four and a half years. Because you know he he I think he signed till 2024 technically. So. So he would have to like not wrestle for the 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 entirety of the rest of the like they would freeze him out. I I don't know. I mean, I think I mean, I don't think that's something Khan wants to do. I don't think he would voluntarily freeze out Malachi. But I think if Malachi was like, "Yo, I'm I'm gonna stay home," and you know, it's kind of like what WWE did with a lot of those. Yeah, contracts, I guess I don't. You know, I, I, I don't the reason I said to... freeze is because that's just like what you're referring to with WWE. That's just the language I'm familiar with yeah, in that with situation. Them. Yeah. But I, I I believe there could be some sort of amicable understanding between them as far as like, hey, man, I just got to... Because this thing, Tony doesn't have kids. Is he even... He's not... Is he married? I don't believe so. I don't even know if his, this dude's dating. I mean, not that I mean... I mean you don't got a time to. I mean... I was going to say... I'm he like, need somebody in the field. You know what I mean? Like, well, that, the re- yeah, I was going to say, the reason I say that's like, he would have to, like, when he experiences that, he's it's going to be a different... That's going to be like a culture shock. Him trying to... You know what I mean? But, yeah. I think, yeah, things might click a little better for him, yeah, too, I'm, I'm, in terms of relating. I, I see to, now where you're saying where you think he may be done-done. I was hoping that that wasn't the case. I do well, like what they've done with him, but the, it just was inconsistent with the uh, frequency of featuring him. You I, know I, I mean? agree. I think... And there was times where they'd be... When they were featured, it, I felt like it was spending too much time on the storyline that wouldn't benefit them, like with the varsity blondes. And yeah, they got Julia, but and, and, and Fuego I and yeah, you know, but I don't feel like Julia has, they, there's no payoff we got, especially now that black is seemingly gone, at least for the, forse- not foreseeable, but for, for now, you know, because I still think there's a chance maybe he can come back and really, leverage something especially you don't know how much how long he's gonna go and how long he needs and who knows what the climate of aw will be at that time where it'll definitely thrive whether he's solo whether he resurrects the house of black or whatever's going on at the time you know what i mean hopefully he uh can uh forward all the uh production information as far as uh his personal cameraman and yeah all that to brody so he can i mean because brody can still do yeah, his thing. You know what I mean? I feel like in a couple of years, Brody would definitely be a champ, uh, a singles champ for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean, maybe even a main event. You know what I mean? Type mm-hmm. shit. But the thing with with that is, is if he does go back to WWE, 
he would have to change the name of the group. I mean, it's one thing to like keep the name out of respect. Yeah. But if he's showing up on the competitors' TV, they, you know what I mean, Alistair Black, House of Black. Yeah. No, nah, yeah, yeah. I think at that point they would just have to uh, dissemble. But you know what I mean? He yeah. Did, he did uh, show up in uh, P-Town, California, he did, Pomona. He did. You know what I mean? You know? Just stone's so. throw away where I'm at. But and where you live, shit, God, you're way close. You know what I mean? So form, oh, well, you used to live. That, yeah, that, that I was about to say be, form, uh, form a house out there. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. the spot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Reeves Place performed fuck over there at me. the right at performed in the same building. Actually, yeah, Glass House. Fuck with me. You know what, you what I'm know saying? You're you're world's greatest. We in here, baby. Bitch. <laughs> you know but uh, yeah, he three was, one third. He, he was <laughs> there. One for O in Lennox, nigga. We in this. But oh, no, nah, yeah, now Malachi was there uh, for Prestige Wrestling. Uh, I don't know if it's Prestige Pro, but Prestige Wrestling, they were in the building. I've seen them a couple times. I did see the flyer, too, but I didn't think Malachi was going to honor the date because I know he uh, didn't – he was set to take on – I think it was Matt Taven uh, at a match. And, really? And, and uh, they had to pull the main event and or replace him with somebody, uh, I think, a week or so Prior. after All Out. I would say oh. so, but uh, yeah, no. Um, he did cut a promo after, and he says uh, to the crowd, "Please allow me to take a few weeks, maybe a few months, to just recalibrate myself, get everything in perspective." I promise you, this is not goodbye. This is just we'll see each other soon. So, you know, maybe not too long, but I guess it does remain to be seen. You know what? You know what? what is, where he'll end up? Because I wonder if he ultimately did get. His uh, release or not? Because you know the big point that I know Meltzer's made is it doesn't make sense to keep someone locked in a contract out of company that they're not, they're not happy at. You know, so sell that to WWE, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's I mean, that, that's not, where you learn that. So. I don't know how much of that is going on now, but come on, dude. We've heard plenty of story. We we're just talking about the freeze and the freeze and the contract shit. Yeah, like people well, asking, like 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 Roddy. Mm. Roddy don't want to be there. Hey, well, you want that's a good way to segue. You want to talk about frustration with WWE, specifically NXT, my friend. Ah, uh, swerve, 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 boom, swerve, boom, boom, swerve, swerve, swerve. Garments, what a dress, garments. <laughs> Man, so Swerve Strickland was recently a guest on the Renee Paquette Sessions podcast. Ah, uh, uh, this is where this he, came. Yeah, uh, yeah, had a few words. Uh, I would say he shot a little bit. I mean, it, it wasn't horrible, but it was uh, honest. Is what I'll say. And you know, he says, uh, for that first year, I felt like I was just a good hand to have, and that's also what built up a lot of that resentment. I put over the Leo Rushes, the Cameron Grimes, the Santo Escobars. I put over the Bronson Reeds, the Austin Theories. I kept putting all these people over. And then he talks about, you know, when he would see Triple H, he said, uh, you know, backstage, it would get to the point where I would stare holes in him all day at production. I wanted him to feel the heat that I was glaring on him. Finally, when we did have a conversation, I'm like, what is your hesitation putting the ball in my hands? He gave me the answers that kind of felt like they were repetitious answers from this person asking him, this person asking him, and the one before. You know, so it sounds like he kind of felt like he was just kind of placating him. It, it was just former Lake at that point because he obviously has to, as you say, he has to placate a lot of people with the same yeah. gripe. Yeah. And interestingly, he says a story where one night he was, you know, uh, doing the taping and Stephanie McMahon came up to him and said, you're like my favorite heel on this show, which, you know, and he said not too long after that, that's when Hit Row started forming. <laughs> She's like, wait, you're Velveteen, right? <laughs> Don't say that, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. Oh, man. But uh, he does comment on the uh, contrast uh, with his experience with AEW. He says, I was just like, 
My first three months in AEW made me completely forget about my last three years in WWE. I put all that focus and Damn. energy and that resentment and stuff into building something. Which so. is crazy because you talk about the you said the last three months of AEW or the first the last three years compared to those first three months. Because yeah. in those three, you're talking about how he, he did the hit row thing, which obviously had to be a highlight of his. First, yeah. But then to say that, but that, we also talked about how he wasn't even originally part of that. Like that, it seemed like Triple H handpicked. And added him to oh. Hit Row. Oh, so he was a late addition. Yeah, remember, I, I think it was I like a couple of episodes ago where basically, I don't know if Hit Row was the name, but Francis, and, or I'm sorry, what was the name? Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's Top Dollar. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, them three were a group. They were a tag team, and uh, what's her name? B. Oh, oh, uh, B-Fab. B-Fab, yeah. B-Fab. I keep uh, wanting to call her Brandy, but yeah. B-Fab was like their valet, basically. And, and and but she was still training, so that's why they're referring to themselves as the OG three because they were always a, a, a trio, apparently. Oh, so they're taking shots. That's why, you know, yeah. Pedal to the metal, I'm a rebel. Um, he shouldn't <laughs> even, it's, it, I don't know if you saw, he did that one shot with them where they did mm-hmm. like a little uh reunion, and they came out together on an indie. I did see that, you know, but uh, he's wings, probably like, it's <laughs> pretty <laughs> <to> get spooky. <laughs> I will say he's he's a very uh, charismatic I, I, uh, person. I, man. I'm he, glad to see what he's doing. Like, it's just something about him that I like that he's mm-hmm. unapologetic, unapologetically him when he comes out because he, he yeah. fills the crowd and then just that smile. He, and he, uh, yeah, I feel it's like hilarious. he's really on his. <laughs> I mean, oh Triple H, uh, he in the hell now? <laughs> you see what you could have got? <laughs> like it's, like it's, that's that's how it seems to me. It's, like it's he's that. on his, like that tour. Like like let me let oh, know what they oh, could have got yeah, if they on, put the ball in my hand. Because now I got tour. the ball in my hand. He's yeah. on that tour for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's and honestly, I think anyone that feels the same way or can re- uh, relate or or uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, they should be on that same tour themselves. You know, word, word up, or at least opening up. Yeah, uh, but uh, what? Else, anything, I know you got some more in the dock, and I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I know we went on a little tangent there. No, no, you're good. I mean, it, actually, it's a good spinoff in terms of uh, people trying to you know see what's up with WWE. Yeah, because uh, uh, MJF, of course, he. Uh, I have something on MJF, and then just the latest bit on the whole punk uh, boxing. Actually, let me do that first because I could I could probably summarize that. So everyone knows the whole deal, you know. Yeah. By this time, uh, it's just some clarification. So remember, they all the punk side thing said the elite kicked the door down. Now they have backed off that and said that was just a turn of phrase. I was going to say, yeah. this whole time, I felt like that was what it was, and they never, re- like, like because I'm sitting up here, I'm like, here come the fanboys doing the, uh, creating a gif right now, doing a super a triple super kick <laughs> to mm-hmm. open the door. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck this guy. Uh, I, I, what the fuck, punk? Like, I, I almost feel like that could be what's going to happen on BTE uh, when whenever it comes back. Yeah, uh, uh, Ace Steel, apparently... The reason he bit Omega was because he thought he was trying to uh, get him in a cross face in the during during the fight. So I don't know if you saw the photo I sent you. The bite is on his on his forearm. Like so, the thing is, it's like nobody should give a fuck about that fucking photo. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw like I, when I saw it went out, I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Where?" And then when people were sort of showing, it, I'm like. You guys are making a lie out of nothing. Like, who gives a fuck? What are you talking about? The Kenny photo? With yeah. The, with the bite? Well, like, I think yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where you hear about it. It sounds nuts. Oh, so it's, like, it's a confirmation. So yeah, it's a, it's a visual. Yeah, exactly. I, I so, But I, mean, I did hear what was, was weird was uh, they he was he went out to Japan. He was supposed to help promote. Yeah, I heard and, he, was, and, he was kicking in with fucking Dakota. 
Well, yeah, he was that. Yeah. But he did not. He was not allowed to participate in any of the promotional. He literally got flown out there to sit out because he suspended. Yeah. yeah I so I thought that, that was very interesting. But I, got, I heard he got his head scanned for a, a game with Sega. I can't remember yeah. the name of it. Yakuza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. guess like. Ta- I think he's Hashi's done it. In it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say no, no, no. Like, Naito's been in it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they had, I remember they had a partnership with them. I think a few years ago, where I think they may have even had a little bit of Bullet Club stuff in there. But, but I, is I, it, I don't is it Yano? Oh, uh, you talking about the? Yeah, he's yeah, there. Yeah. He's got yeah, his oh, in there too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's funny because I pulled all oh, his pushing his DVD, so uh, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Brian Alvarez, uh, you know, we talked about this too. He has sources telling Punk walking to the scrum, fully intending on handling things the way he did. A lot of people think it was influenced to because he knew he was injured from the match. You know, the whole tricep thing we keep talking about. Because, you know, that's a lot of things people are talking about. Is it does, doesn't matter if he's a suspender or not. He won't be able to come back till far into next year anyway. So he said, fuck it. Yeah. And so a lot of people think maybe he, this is a way to kind of leave, he, he leave wrote, with he wrote, heat. He wrote himself off. Like, a ticket to come back. It, yeah. It, that, I mean, it's easy to think a lot of things. Do I think he went in there premeditated? No. Do I think that he had a few thoughts already on his brain from already thinking about these fucking, you know, uh, dirt sheet guys? Yeah. And I think that it culminated into some things he needed to get off his chest at that point in time. I don't think he knew he was exactly going to go into everything he said, but I think it just, once once the can know. of worms opened, I think, I think, I, I, I think I go he, back and forth because the way I think he knew he was going to respond in some way, but yeah, to say that everything he said was premeditated. I don't believe that. I, I, I almost feel like some of that stuff he has, I, I just feel like he had it ready in the tuck. Well, that's what I'm and, saying. And he maybe, probably has some thoughts already, you it, know, what yeah, I mean, stored and, away. And, yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, I actually believe he did go in there. I feel like it is a little premeditated feeling like i'm punk i know exactly what kind of questions are going to ask me and when they in that do, aspect i know exactly what in the that fuck aspect I'm i say. agree with you yeah yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? as so, far as him as far as what he was going to say yeah i don't think that was premier i think he had because some of it was just like man this yeah, is yeah. really like you but, are but hitting, as far like, as like what you're saying and, and the speculation of possibly knowing he's like man i'm about to be injured I'm, let me just fucking drink these fucking seltzer waters and mm. eat these fucking muffins and talk my shit you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it was just raw. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, no, no, yeah, he, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, you're good. Uh, but uh, see, it's finally been confirmed that Punk did throw the first punch at Matt with with their side claiming that it was to beat them to the inevitable punch that Jackson would have thrown. Which I Matt feel like is like, never thrown a punch. Yeah, which bro. of course Elite still claim no, that's a sucker punch. You know, yeah, that is um, a sucker punch. It's also been confirmed, like you said, Mega Peric, uh, the, you know, the, uh, was the, it the, 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 the CLO, I guess I'll say. The lawyer, the, the attorney, right? Yeah. The, the legal. Yeah, 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 yeah. legal uh, chief legal officer of AEW. Uh, she had uh, accompanied the Bucks into the room to try to keep things professional, which obviously did not happen. See, so we, that's crazy to think. Okay. Like, they came in with her and then a punch is thrown. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, nah, that's stupid now. Okay, so that right there proves intent. Not only are they going to get a legal... Uh, and, and it oddly you know, on the buck side, you think? Yeah, no, no, no. no. And follow me. It, it, it makes me walk back a little bit of what I said about it two weeks ago, where I said, you know, they went in there as wrestlers trying to dress as VPs, mm. right? Mm-hmm. But they showed a little bit of VP knowledge by getting someone from legal, <clears throat> yeah, as witness to what was going to happen, mm-hmm. and, and not saying that something was going to happen, but to the conversation. And when I say intent. They're not going to go in there with the chief legal officer 
with intent to punch somebody. Yeah. That's, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's where I'm coming with but, that. But I think people think still think that doesn't necessarily mean they didn't go in there with the intent of goading or baiting them. That that's a you different I mean? conversation. So I, yeah, that's definitely and, different and, and, conversation. Yeah, and not, not the can we're gonna open now, but yeah, yeah. It's hard, you you got to look at both sides. There's a of lot. The coin, see, that's the so. thing. There's a lot of different theories, and people can say what they want because they think how they want about the Bucks, and people think how they want about Punk as well. So, I mean, what it could have they did, she said whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's a lot. I just pray that Larry's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah <of> <laughs> you know what I mean. And uh, just to just to try to cap all this off, the Wrestling Observer newsletter uh, they had noted that there was a you know neutral parties who obviously saw what happened, and we had talked about there was reports of MJF being one of the people that's being interviewed. Uh, quote: The company has brought in an independent firm to investigate and do video interviews with everyone in the room, which included all the names mentioned above, as well as many others, including a number of neutral parties who were in the room and were believed to have seen everything as it happened. The key names would include were uh, MJF and uh, Mega Parekh, as we said, until the investigation. Completed those involved in the fracas, fracas, uh, were suspended. All long term decisions regarding anything to do with any of them are pending until completion of the investigation. There will still be outside legal proceedings regarding the fight from different sides. Don't expect AW to address the specifics of what happened, depending on the time or not. threats of legal action. We don't know if the key parties will talk. It's believed some want to talk and tell their side of the story when they can. Um, nah, I but mean, Alvarez also claims that the investigation is actually ending soon. So. I, I don't see either of them talking about it because i definitely see there being still an nda in place at the end of it if there's ever going to be some sort of settlement because yeah to be honest they don't get anything from telling their side at all you know what i mean like i agree you know i mean it's, yeah. it's, it's and it's better to just keep it on the hush and if they want to still try to make money at some point with this that's that's where you blur the lines instead of like putting out there what's what you know what i mean yeah. so and of course yeah. wade keller uh, with this torch putting more gas with his guesses he's he's very strongly thinking that punk is done with the company i'm not going to read his quotes but you know they're out there you could check them out you know uh but he he said to him something that's a confirmation was during the ring of honor title match this week that ian riccoboni was listing names past champions and specifically did not say cm punk but i don't believe no, that, he named that, every single one th- but that either. even then that's from a that's from a promotional standpoint yeah for the or i'm, I'm sorry not promotional um what's the word uh professional yeah. uh more like in, in in terms of reputation of the show and stuff like that you're gonna make sure like it's a hot button issue you don't want it associated with you right now so you're not gonna oh mention i see it. What you, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Mm. so it's like yeah, they're not they're not gonna even mention it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it, it makes no sense to bring his name up. It's like it, why why reward him with a a name drop if that was the case? He could have just not named anybody. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he didn't name Nigel McGinnis, did he? No, you know what I mean. So <laughs> I, I'll probably, probably so, yeah, a yeah. couple people he, he left out. Ex- so. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I mean, so literally, I mean, uh, again, a lot of people are saying, uh, you know, there's a lot of heat on Punk more about his scrum rant than anything not really mm. the fight but it's also interesting being said that uh tony khan's new kind of informal right hand man has been shivani you know uh i, I have heard uh, that backstage so. i have heard that that he's been kind of uh her hurting the sheep a little bit backstage yeah it's said to so be to tony's uh sounding board these days and uh, then uh, i also heard that uh you know jericho and moxley been kind of trying to step up as some yeah, Brian as well. I heard those. Brian, three. thank you. It was Brian, not Moxley. 
Um, no, Moxley, I heard is uh, I heard those three. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, which I, is like, of course, the guys who have been in a real professional fucking wrestling. Well, business. I mean, but but guys that also wrestle and are decorated, all over, but yeah, guys, yeah, all yeah, all over the world. So mm-hmm. it's not just like former. Yeah, they are former WWE guys, but they're former these guys, former yeah. these guys. So they know what the fuck they're talking about. They don't, yeah. they don't and, fuck around. And Keller, he 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 opines that everything points to a buyout of CM Punk's contract it's i don't possible. agree with that but right. I, yeah it, is it possible yeah but i don't yeah. i don't agree that there are things that have obviously you know pointed in that direction and then one little tidbit i thought was interesting is you know cole cabana who took a brunt of the remarks yeah he says uh you know in response to what was said he says that's a fun little tidbit my brother's the, the director of family guy you can look up his name he also shares a bank account with my mother yeah, I did. And see I was that. like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I mean, you know, let him let him have it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because that's my thing is like him saying that. I'm like, what? So what? There's people maybe like if, if he shares a bank account with his mom, and this is I don't want to get into suit, you know, whatever. Yeah. Maybe he knows that his mom's not working, and he's making some money, so he's putting money in account for him and his mom to make sure his mom's cool. What's yeah. wrong with that? That's what I was thinking. You know I felt saying? like the way he's painting it is yeah, that like, yeah, like, oh, he can't spend social... money unless his mom, yeah, or, you know, or or approves like, it or something. Or more like I no, I looked at it as oh, he steals money from his mom. Like he's he say he they oh, they share geez. an account, but he you know because it's his mom, he controls the money. You like, like and, this and, guy's and, a, I mean. Because the way yeah, like, it shows I, I you everything you know about his character, you know, it's kind of how it came Yeah, out, so. I mean, and you know, it's all about narrative and what you what you can get behind. And I guess who's first, right, to the punchline, as they say. But yeah. Um, in other news, though, uh, had a little bit of NGF stuff, right? Yeah, I was going to end on that. Really, it's uh, I mean, it's kind of lengthy stuff. But I mean, it's kind of him talking about. I mean, because we talked about. I guess he did sign a new deal ahead of. Uh, and I heard he got a little pay out. bump as well. Yeah, um, he's totally in character with this one. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, I think it was a uh, he did a barstool um, interview too, where he was talking about it. Yeah, yeah, he did. You know, it's funny too because in that interview, he—I don't know if it's a Long Island thing, but you know, because that's where Max Caster's from. But he says like, you know, everyone thinks they love the acclaim. Everyone loves the acclaim, but me. And he's like, I hate Max Caster. And then Max trolled him and was like. Thanks, Max. This was a really cool interview. You look so handsome. It's just <laughs> no, nah, he's always on that. He's always on the, on that trolling on that sus uh, stuff, bro. Yeah, because he knows this. It makes people squirm, man. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, the fact that he got the scissor thing over is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, it but, is crazy. But it's hilarious. <laughs> I, I, you know, you got to ride it. Like, yeah. you got to ride away while you Real can. Talk. Like, for sure. Uh, this is what he said. Uh, basically, you know, just on him returning to the company all out. He says, here's the deal. When I went home, I made it very clear. Pay up or daddy doesn't show up. Fact. <laughs> so I took my now beautiful fiance with me to Greece for two weeks. I then yeah. went home and I stayed congrats, home. Congrats, by the yeah, way. Congrats. Yeah. I did not leave my home because I did not want one single solitary wrestling fan to see me out in the wild. Do you know why? Because they don't deserve to see me unless I'm getting paid to be seen. And that's mm. why the greatest trick the devil ever pulled is convincing he doesn't exist. And that's exactly what I did for three straight months. I take what I do very seriously. If you want to see a star, pay to see a star. So I stayed in my home. I went to the uh, a gym inside of my home. The only time I left my home was for those two weeks in Greece because I was committed to making sure that if any wrestling fan wanted to get a taste of MJF, MJF needed to get that money, and he did. <laughs> yeah, I figured he would. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, he's talking about, you know, uh, he mentioned 
praising Bruce Pritchard. Uh, you know, this, this was Ariel Helwani, by the way, uh, which is interesting because obviously his last interview is what kind of flagged him yeah. and got this got, whole got the media whole, storm rolling yeah. on the you know whatever is going on backstage with him and Tony. Uh, you know, he talks about his good friend, the American roller coaster, obviously. Uh, but it, what's funny he says he claimed to have never spoken to Triple H, and when asked if he spoken to Nick Khan, he just shrugged. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. The the thing, um, I mean, I think he's just trolling there, which is great. But uh, people were saying that in that scrum, not to go back to the punk thing, but people yeah. were saying when he mentioned because people were wondering, oh, he always wants me to work with pricks. That's why, you know, that whole yeah, remark yeah. about MJF. Mm-hmm. People were like thinking, you know, because they heard the audio, and were like, oh, he, he was probably trying to work there a little bit, right? Yeah. But then when you actually go back and look at his body language, you, you kind of could tell he really doesn't like that dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, which is kind of surprising because I felt like they had a really great feud for what it was. Um, and I felt like it was because they both cut a – you would have thought, like, Punk took a liking to him or something, right? But Yeah. It, se- it seemed like it. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think – unpopular opinion? Yeah. I think Punk – Shoot it straight. I think Punk is I, – I, Send it. <laughs> I think it's great that he came back to wrestling. I think it's something that should have happened, and it's great that it happened. But I don't know if it's – it just seems like he's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. And I'm not – it's just t- – because I don't know if it's professional jealousy. I don't know if it's I'm seeing punk. My shit don't stink. You know, I you know you should be listening to me because. And I think he spent many years thinking and knowing he was good, but trying to convince people he's he's good, and now that he's in the position, I think people. I don't know. I I, I just wonder if he went if he returned to WWE. I don't know. Well, see, I was if I was going to bring had that up. these problems, like especially with Triple H maybe being more mature. mature. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. see, the thing is, outgrowing you know, his you, politics. You, maybe you hear about the the Fox deal about you know they really wanted Punk to be a part of that whole thing with with renee mm-hmm. and then like wwe were like well you know he doesn't work with us anymore and they're like oh well would you consider hiring him again we'd really like someone that's like currently on the roster and then they were just like i'm not gonna lie we kind of just don't want to deal with him you know what i mean and i don't know yeah. who that came from is that from triple h is that from vince now it's like what three four years ago so i don't know mm-hmm. but that'd be interesting i mean like because i'm thinking it's just coming from a, a sense of unfulfillment because like that's the thing we we're talking about whether or not they want to buy him out his contract that would really come from whether how unha- unhappy he is and also the fact that if what he's willing to be okay with as far as leaving what his legacy in wrestling would, would look yeah, like you know what i mean exactly because if he leaves now it looks kind of bad so it's it, like it does but he could go back to wwe and get that unfulfillment of that wrestlemania main event who fucking knows i mean we've seen stranger things vince is out of the fucking office now so who knows right yeah but the last thing I'll say is I agree with you, and this is how I'll say it. Punk coming back to wrestling, very special. Mm-hmm. But then there's certain things that you keep seeing and you've heard over time and you, 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 you've excused, right? Yeah, but when and there's then, a then, mass then, amount of people. Right, yeah. but, but then, it's, then you start thinking, man, I wonder, was Tony Atlas right? Was he an asshole? <laughs> Man. Well, speaking of assholes, the cat bought this MJF stuff. <laughs> he does say, uh, we got massive stars at our company. I'm not concerned in the least. I'm not going to comment on what was said because it doesn't apply to me. Uh, our company is, again, numbers don't lie. 
Our company is great right now. There's a lot of interesting stuff with a lot of massive stars, so I choose to focus on that. I like money. If I stay, you will know. I think the word I would use is grotesque. I was paid a grotesque amount of money because what's going to happen is there's going to be an ugly battle. And again, it could be any company. I would literally go to any company except New Japan. He he does. He takes a couple shots at New Japan in this interview. It's kind of crazy. I don't know if it's just to fuck with I'm, the, yeah, the purest fans or he's just really like because he, 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 he calls shit, it like sir, he, yeah. he literally called it like a, a trash promotion like in, mm. in one quote I read but I'm, I'm kind of skipping around he says I'll go to any company that's willing to pay the most dough um, they said um, he dodged several questions about what happened after the pay-per-view between Punk and the Elite uh, and uh, he was dismissed the idea that anything that happened uh uh, any of that drama detracted from his return, of course, because, you know, he's... I mean, that's, a, that's something we had talked about, is, like, everybody was talking about other stuff, and... Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, I'm at the I'm at the peep that peep that interview for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, he just ends by saying, whoever's going to offer me the most amount of money is where I'm going to go. And probably just to end this in a really funny story is, it seems that maybe, and I, a lot of people thought this was going to happen on, on, on Grand Slam, uh... Uh, this week, but maybe it'll happen tonight on Rampage Grand Slam because it's a two, it's two hour, hours. Yeah, yeah. Is apparently that crowd's going to be burnt out if they filmed it the same night because we were. Oh man, last last year, God, that's probably yeah. going to be live. But it, it. well, no, people did talk about four hours of. Yeah, I think it is back to back. But apparently, a couple months ago, Paul White. Oh God! That, I heard about that, supposedly. That, yeah, yeah, yo, plans no, to... nobody wanted this. Did, did well, it happen? He, I, it didn't happen. Okay, because uh, yeah. I, I missed the first hour. Yeah, that's yeah. why, that's why I asked, think yeah. it would probably be better suited for like a rampage if it had to happen. But he says apparently talked about his character from uh, with the Water Boy, Captain, Captain Insano. He's, he's gonna made, fucking team up with Dan Housen. I already know uh, it's gonna be some, some Dan stu- Sano. That'd be funny. He <sighs> says uh, there's already outfit made, the whole nine yards. We're doing a lot of prep work. This will be my last hurrah, so to speak. Let's be honest. I don't think this character is gonna be a killer going out there trying to beat Moxley for the AEW title <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he says, at this point, I think this character is just to have fun. We'll see how it goes. But for me right now, this is just a chance to have fun with the character and be in a bright spot on the show. We'll see I mean, how I'm, I'm feeling. I'm do... and we'll see how everybody takes off with it. But a reason why people thought that was earlier, I guess, uh, in the day uh, uh, on Wednesday, he had uh, Tony Khan posted a gif that had Bobby Boucher, you know, in his gear saying, I'm going to have to say Captain Insano. You know, so when, you know, when the, what's his name to ask who his uh, heroes are or whatever. Uh, by uh, was a Henry Winkler, yeah. So yo, that movie was 1998, bro. You know what got me? I saw the other day. It said it's been 20 the 20 year anniversary of Eight Mile. What? I, yeah, I was like 2002. No, oh no. wow! That's... Like, like I'm, I got one better. I got one worse than that. You ready? What's that? The Last Century was 22 years ago. That's crazy. This is, when you say it like that, right? You're like, nah. It was nothing. Like the Last nothing. Century. 2000, the year 2000. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, because centuries are a thousand mm. years Yeah, apart. No, no, I got that's that. Crazy, I, yeah, right? I'm just, I had to break down how you were saying that. Dude, like, no, oh. no, see, people have been saying that. I'm like, stop making me feel. See, this is what I was gonna, uh, about to ask. I don't see uh, who owns the rights to the intellectual property of Water uh, for that character in Waterboy. I don't know. I mean, he, he filed for it, I guess, but, you but know. But Tony, I mean, to me, Tony, he's got no problem. Coming to the table to make things happen. You know what I mean? He's had Tony, so many Tony people. Money bags. I mean, we saw. I mean, I'm not Soraya, trying to jump ahead. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Fabo and DJ Who Kid were on the damn show. I, this, I, this I, week. Heard, I knew that Who Kid was gonna be on there, and everybody was like, "Who?" I'm like, "Get the you know what's fuck funny? Out what of was here. funny? Every time Excalibur said it, he would go, "DJ Who Kid." 
<laughs> you know why? Like you know respect. why? Because because uh, you know he had gotten in trouble because by what a year last year. Oh yeah, that's... so he's like, no, yeah, yeah. raising the roof there, <laughs> Taz. Hey man, Woo, no, no, no one was thinking listen, that until he said it. Listen, <laughs> I will say it's weird not to hear Jr. these days, but yeah, what's up with him? Is he not? He, I, he wasn't on the show. Oh, maybe he didn't want to make. The, oh, you know what? He was like, uh, I can't go to New York. Um, they uh, they got tabs <laughs> on your boy. <laughs> they, they, they got they had. The airport, I'm at this, they at the train station, they waiting. I'm at this Sooner game, actually. I'm they got, just going to chill. They got coppos waiting to <laughs> run them out. They know as soon as I touch down. Mr. It, Ross. The, the, the cowboy hat has touched down. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all we got for the news, man. Yes, sir. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to go right into the review. You already know what it is. Quincy Jones, go with the Quincy Jones Show with the message about the Quincy Jones Show. I'm talking about the album. First and foremost, I want to thank you all for supporting and doing what I do, man. Of course, the podcast, I love it. This is, you know, labor of love. But just put out the album a couple months ago, and y'all have spoken, man. 3,000 streams and going, man. I appreciate the love. And if you guys haven't checked it out, check it out right now. The link is in the bio everywhere on my social media, dude. I'm telling y'all, man. Got the video up for No Mercy. Thinking about putting another video up, man. Y'all tell me what it is. But first and foremost, check out the album. Once again, The Quincy Jones Show out now. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yeah, yo, what's going on? It's time for the weekly review, and this is NXT. Just NXT. Oh, black and gold point. No, it's white and gold. White and gold point. Oh, yeah. Is there any haters or busters on this uh, version? Um, I didn't catch the intro. <laughs> oh, unfortunately. Oh, it is the same haters. Polar huh? believe- <laughs> Oh no. Scallywag. <laughs> Bullshit now. <laughs> striking, striking good time. Well, how did we kick off NXT this week, my dude? Opened up with a segment that was pre-taped between Carmelo Hayes and Solo Sequoia uh, with Shawn Michaels. I who, heard uh, about this. Who looked higher than Tommy Chong riding a brontosaurus. Um, HPK did. He His eyes were so low. I was like, this job is draining. And he looked, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was a little worried. He looked a little, like, he looked, the sports jacket he had looked a little big on him. Yeah. I, was I don't know say, if it, maybe it he wasn't him. Like he losing some weight. Yeah, he looked like he was, um, maybe he's a little lean. We'll say. It was like it looked like he was uh you know walking down the street one day trying to get some more cowboy boots and then all of a sudden he, he just heard better. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh man. Uh man, if y'all see y'all, y'all wouldn't know. If you know, you know, but you don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Now you um know. basically he had made and I'm, not, I'm sure this made his round. Solo Sequoia, he pretty much told him he had to surrender the North American Championship. Yeah, I heard because he's not an official. Well, he basically said it was an unsanctioned match, uh, which I'm like, how was it unsanctioned when the ref was down there? Whatever. And he also, but he had a point. He said you actually weren't also any of the other choices that the fans could vote on for that match to begin with because ah, it was uh, okay. Wagner and I can't remember the other. Uh, Joe Gacy, you know what I mean? So hmm. if anything, it would go to one of them, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he said... Told him, you know, what he's done in the last year with NXT has been staggering and which is him the most, uh, uh, you know, the luck, uh, wherever his WWE career takes him. 
at that point, he exits, and then, uh, you know, because he's like, you know, yeah, I think he says either Raw or SmackDown, and then, like, uh, he's on his way out, and he told Mel, he's like, I told you I'm up next. And I was like, oh, mm. up next. <laughs> because if you if you didn't see when he had a, a match, yeah, he came out with a shirt that said up next. Up next. And yeah. then so I was like. Yeah, it was a cool little, yeah, I like that. Actually, well, Uppercut on the way out. Well, this is actually kind of fun, too, because I, uh, I wanted to add this when you brought this up was uh, Solo put a post on Twitter when it was a photo of him holding the belt uh, in the ring last week. He said, I made the NA title more valuable in a week than any title reign in WWE NXT. Brought it to SmackDown with me and defended it. Yeah, Keep in mind, yeah, yeah. I never lost it. There was always more gold out there, and I got my eyes set on it already. And then he puts a one with the um, was it with a uh, with a blood drop, you know, for oh, the bloodline. Okay. And then Carmelo quoted I saw it. it. Thank you for yeah, your service. And wrote, Thank you for your yeah, service with, a, with the one. Yeah. But then he responded yeah, and yeah. said, I beat you. You never yeah, beat, beat me. me. That's yeah. all that matters. See you at SmackDown if you make it here. Yeah, I seen that. I was mm, like, I was so. like, well, don't, don't talk that. I'm like, well, I guess your cousins do run things. So yeah, I guess so. you can talk your talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And because he even said, like, it's like he's like, it's cool. Because Shawn Michaels, when he was giving a belt away, he's like, I had to do it myself, and it sucks. I know. I'm like, nah, dude. You lost your smile when you did it. Like, yeah, huh, yeah. You know, and I'm, a, I'm a fan, it so you know, tell. Yeah. It's tell like the for whole, other reasons, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you know, he he mentioned it's cool. I just had to take care of some unfinished business in NXT, and I'm like, that was a great way to write that off. You know yeah. what I mean? So then Melo thinks, and he's gonna hand the belt to him, but he grills Melo as well. He's like, you know, mm. you tried. You thought you were bigger than the the, the business. He tried to cheat the system because you know he he attacked Wesley. Yeah. Before the match, and he's like. Uh, and the system slapped you back, and you deserve that. But uh, tells him at, at Halloween Havoc, pretty much it'll be him versus four other uh, superstars who will qualify in the following weeks in a five-way ladder match. Well, five-way? Oh, okay. Yeah, which they've done before uh, at, at Halloween Havoc. It's usually been a five-way for some reason. Mm-hmm. It kind of just works. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But um, first match of the night, I actually took uh, notes on this one. Get it. Axiom versus Nathan Frazier. If you're familiar, they had oh, a, yeah, a they series were... of three. So, oh, uh, that's right. Okay. Axiom's up one, and uh, Frazier, uh, he's trying to make sure he doesn't get swept. So, mm. uh, he goes into the match. Uh, Frazier, I should, uh, should say, goes into the match hot. They trade various pinning combinations until Axiom snatches Frazier in the rear naked choke, but he escapes. His commentary puts over his uh, submission prowess. Uh, I, I'm guessing that's how he won the first one. Uh, Frazier more cautious now as he slows things down a bit. Both men start trading advantage uh, going back and forth on the mad game. Uh, Frazier uh, goes for the suicide dive, but Axiom, Axiom uh, cuts him off with the forearm, climbs to the top rope for a diving crossbody, but then Frazier counters, counters with a mid-air shotgun dropkick. Uh, both nice. men down before the picture-in-picture. Uh, picture. Uh, back from break, Frazier is wearing down Axiom with a waist lock, but he's able to quickly lock in an uh, octopus hold on Frazier. Frazier counters out. Axiom hits a drop kick off the rebound and lands the macho neck snap. I have to call it that because that's what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, before hitting a springboard clothesline, kind of like uh, Cedric Alexander uh, back in the ring. Um, both men dueling uh, enziguris now uh, before Axiom catches Frazier slipping with a close near fall. Uh, it's almost sweep him 2-0, uh, but Frazier kicks out, hits a huge super kick for a close near fall of his own. Axiom cuts off Frazier climbing to the top rope and hits the Avalanche arm drag for another uh, close fall and then snatches Frazier in a rear naked choke again after he tried a diving moonsault. It was pretty sick. Hmm. Uh, Frazier uh, tries to counter, but Axiom turns it into a -a tilt-a-whirl DDT and tries to put on the uh, the LaBelle lock, which they call the LaBelle lock. Uh, But Frazier uh, gets the ropes. Um, uh, Frazier catches Axiom climbing to the top rope with a superplex and uh, floats through kind of like Seth Rollins, but instead of a Falcon Arrow, he hits the final cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
uh, and hits the uh, Phoenix Splash from the Final top. Final cut, the Dustin style. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty clean. Never seen it before. Hmm. Uh, but from here, we got a Damon Kemp pre-tape. Says he was the one on the take with Tony from the jump. Uh, Tony D, that that is, and the family. Uh, says that Roddy never took the money, but knew that Julius and Roddy would in- inevitably cl- uh, clash, so he let it play out. But then when Roddy came back saying he had security footage that would clear his name, he knew that he was close to being outed, so he destroyed his phone and destroyed Roddy. Uh, he ended up ends up challenging one of the Creeds next week and tells them whichever one accepts to leave the other one in the locker room. Hmm. And I believe later it's uh, him versus Brutus. This is not a bad story. I was starting to unfold a little bit. I like the layers. I'm not a fan of his. Uh, it's, it's not you know some people could have a certain voice, but it's all about your delivery that can help strengthen. Mm-hmm. You know uh, that yeah. overall. So I think he's still working on that as oh, far okay. as Damon. Well, but the way you de- you described it sounded good. It's because I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been on this mic mm-hmm. for since uh, thirty. Got, about good job. A cool thirty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Been doing this. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, we had a tag match: Toxic Attraction versus Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. Fairly long match. I was pretty surprised. But anyways, uh, Toxic Attraction wins via the discus boot high-low. Okay. You know. Okay, okay. They're back on top, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a schism in-ring promo. There's three of them talking. Is there a tree? And there's a lot of references. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> so I'm just going to go through it. You had uh, Jagger Reed start off saying... Time has come to pick a side. No longer will we turn the other cheek and, and uh, to anyone not sitting in the shade under the schism's tree. You've been warned, but to those enlightened, a uh, few who choose to walk alongside us. Uh, this is when, uh, what's his name? Rip Fowler comes in. Brave enough to break the status quo. Bold enough to sit uh, underneath this, under the schism's tree. You have nothing to fear. We will never abandon you. In fact, we will hold you tighter in our arms. And our mission is to make the world a better place. And we accept that mission. Uh, and then Gacy comes in saying, change can be scary, but we've given you ample time to accept it. You will not see the world through, uh, you will now see the world through our eyes. Cameron Grimes, we've given you multiple chances and I've been more than patient. You have made a life-altering decision and to you and er- anyone else who chooses not to listen to the wrath of the schisms tree is, uh, uh, what is it? Oh, threat is I- imminent. Um, but Team BBC, <laughs> Idris Anofa and Malik Blade hit the ring for the beatdown as they jumpstart their scheduled tag match against the the, the Dyad. Oh, okay. Uh, the Dyad versus Anofa and Blade, another surprisingly long matchup that saw the Dyad take the win after Jagger Reed hits a step-up uh, Canadian Destroyer off the back of Rip Fowler as they hit the ticket in mayhem immediately after for the victory. Oh, okay. Yeah, crowd kind of popped for it, and you could tell he was psyched, like, oh, my God, I did it. <laughs> Go! They miss. I mean, it's a dope finish, dude. It is. Uh, Wendy Chu versus Cora Jade. Uh, Jade takes the win with the DDT after Wendy Chu uh, hits the turnbuckle face first, going for a spear uh, in the corner, but Jade was able to evade. Post match, though, Last Legend attacks Wendy Chu. So yeah, I did see that. Did you? I, I saw. Or I, I didn't watch it. I saw. Are you? Yeah, are you with the, post about it? On are you part Instagram. of the Last Legion? I'm sorry, Keith no. Lee. I'm sorry, Keith Lee. No. Uh, Carmelo uh, <laughs> Hayes is in the ring with Trick Trick. Um, he said, vote or no vote, I am the biggest superstar in NXT, period. Uh, says, I told y'all they're praying on my downfall, and last week proves it. Says he wants the sound guy who played Solo's music, the person who rang the bell, and the referee who called the match to all be fired. <laughs> Until Andre, Chase, and Chase, you come out to a Hell huge yeah. pop as they interrupt. Chase says that... Uh, 
uh, Mello, I saw what happened last week, and I got to say that this here, and they keep trying to interrupt him because they don't want him to hit it, and mm. the crowd keeps getting impatient. This is a teachable moment. <laughs> I feel like I manifested this, man, because all yeah, week did. I've used that. Like, But in yeah. real conversation with the wife, in, in reference where someone's like, oh, yeah, they didn't know better. I said, like, yeah, that was a teachable moment. Or like with, with the dog, I'm like, yeah, that was he knows better not to do that now. Yep. That was a teachable moment. So I love to hear that he got that off. Oh, you're going to love this. Oh, cool. Um, he punches him right after, punches Mello, okay. before the Hills retreat and a ref comes out to turn this into a tag match. I'm like, what's up with these refs coming out for these unsanctioned matches yeah. with this inconsistencies? You know what mm. I mean? However, it's Chase and Bodie Hayward versus Mello and Trick. And you're not going to believe this, but Mello tries for the springboard clothesline, but Andre Chase catches Mello slipping and upsets him in a pinning combination. Let's go. Crowd went ba- teachable moment. The, the crowd went banana. Banana. I yeah. love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, another match that was actually pretty uh good. Von Wagner versus Sanga. Um Sanga has now hilariously ditched the Braun Strowman looking attire for a very familiar Goldberg looking motif. No shirt, chest hair, black fingerless gloves, black elbow and knee pads, black nondescript black trunks. Oh, I said black twice. And black boots. Are they thigh highs or are they no, trunks? No, these oh, are trunks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was like, it's funny how you, they're like, oh, man, uh, we'll, we'll go on option C. Whenever we can't get Brock, it goes Brock, Braun, Goldberg. Yeah. That's a weird, okay. That's a I was surprised step. too, but I yeah. thought maybe I'm, maybe I'm like, oh, maybe he's going for the chest hairs for the ladies. You know mm, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Got to gotta let the taco meat breathe out there. You know what I'm saying? Some people just like. You like? That. Some people like tree tacos. You, mm-hmm. feel, you feel me? Uh, anyways. Street, street meat? <laughs> to date. Uh, anyways, the two trade <laughs> big shots. Pause until Sanga takes uh, Wagner off his feet early with a big clothesline. Wagner fires back, though, with some big shots of his own, lands multiple clotheslines in the corner. Uh, Sanga hits a big sidewalk slam and drops Wagner off the apron with a boot and follows up with a running lariat on the outside. Uh, Robert Stone tries to jump on Sanga, but Sanga uh, catches him with the, you know, goozles him with like a choke slam. He goes to lift him, uh, but Wagner attacks him from behind, pause, before he has a chance to hurt him, uh, hurt uh, Stone, that yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Throws him into the ring as well as the ring steps um, before, oh, I'm sorry, the ring post as well as the ring steps. And uh, Wagner then throws him back into the ring, lands a running big boot before picking Sanga up in a big ass rude bomb for the win. Oh, okay. Um, as far as, uh, this, you know, usually I don't really do these side, uh, little segments, but this is worth noting because it, it uh, oh, yeah. if it's got advanced implications it. for the five way, yeah. um, you know, everybody has to qualify. So, uh, Wesley, um, is going to, will have to qualify against Tony D to win his way into the five way ladder match at Halloween Havoc, though he was already told that he wouldn't have to necessarily because he didn't get his chance, mm. but he wants to. Mm. And it's, and then all of a sudden, uh, because Stack shows up like, <laughs> You, you poor schmuck. You should have taken the easy way out. You know what I mean? It's like, now you're going to be facing the Don of NXT, Tony D. I was oh, like, oh, okay. good. It's not you because you definitely don't need to be in that fucking qualifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's going to be, uh, you know, one of the, you know, ones fighting for their mm, chance. For spot, yeah. But when you think about it, it makes sense for Wesley to kind of get in there. But yeah. uh, then again, who knows? Because this next match, we saw the debut of this uh, wrestler named uh, Oro Mensa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he debuted against Ray- Grayson Waller, which. They interviewed him before the match. It was added that they're going to make this a qualifying match for that ladder match. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, this is our first time seeing this guy. So I'd never heard of him before. He, That's a weird way to do it. Okay. He was pretty good, dude. I mean, uh, I think he's a either – he's from Ghana. He's a Ghanaian. Okay. Uh, cat, yeah. But um, 
oro means gold, so it's like mm-hmm. uh, okay, yeah, it's just like a whole thing. But uh, yeah, winner will qualify for the five way ladder match at Halloween Havoc. Uh, Waller dominates early, but Oro shows sign of life every time uh, with kip ups and quick counter attacks. Uh, he also strings some offense together and hits a moonsault kick in the corner before Waller takes umbrage and slaps him for trying to embarrass him in his house, quote unquote. <laughs> uh, Wall takes over the match to the booze of the crowd. Uh, what Mens- uh, Mensa starts to uh, answer back with a springboard moonsault and a flipping front kick. Uh, but Grayson uh, Waller hits a stun gun across the ropes and goes to set up for the running, tumbling stunner. But uh, out of nowhere, it's cut off by uh, Apollo Crews, who is shown with his eye bleeding, drops of blood down yeah, his cheek. I saw that. I was like, what uh, the? Just staring a hole through him and smiling, as you may remember that he attacked his eye really bad a couple weeks back oh, during their match. Oh, okay, gotcha. And be- and they, like, he literally like got him in a... Uh, like he was picking him up for something. He attacked it during the match before, mm. then just really raked at it, and then I hit. I think he either pinned him out to that. Mm. Like it was weird. I think he actually it was like a him. like a deliberate like gouge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that the ref just happened to miss. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess he's like, dude, what the fuck's up with your eye? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the distraction allows Mensa to throw Waller back in the ring and hit a running spinning wheel kick, kind of like X-Pac, but he does it while he's in the corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah and he pins him. So he, he qualifies. His debut guy qualifies for the ladder match. So, Waller didn't? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so that's why I was like interesting because I'm thinking like, okay, so if he's in it, I don't know if they're going to have him and Wes in it. You know what I mean? Mm. Not like that, but yeah, as far yeah, as like yeah. the character, there's two, they're kind of little... High flyer. I mean, I would think Wes yeah. would be the... Yeah, but then you, you think about Tony D as one of their other, you know... Yeah, because I was going to say, I was surprised Wes didn't go the easy way out and then you had Oro debut against Tony and then you have Tony be the second guy and then you put Grayson and Apollo in there somehow. Grace, yeah, that, that yeah, would I mean, have been, yeah, that would those four pretty... plus Carmelo's money, in my opinion. Yeah, unless Ricochet wanted to come back and run yeah, it back. True, you know, who Because I, I think Grimes need to just keep going up and challenge. He needs to start challenging, uh, going back towards the he, title. He, world title. I mean, game. yeah, he's over here doing this. I think he's. I think they're trying to figure out if he has good character work at, enough to bring to the main roster at this point. Yeah, you know what I mean, sure. because chasing a title, he's great, but mm-hmm. when there's not a title involved, because even the stuff with L. A Dupree. Yeah, um. yeah. I've been loving the little things that are happening, man. Yeah. Um, Did you see his little promo in Anaheim? No. So he was talking up, you know. Uh, the Max with, Mel models? Yeah, what? with the models. And he had, what's her name, Maxine? Yeah. Right? Or that's her new name. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, we're in Anaheim. Just stones throw away from Los Angeles. And then he just goes, you know, shakes his head and goes back. And then I <laughs> noticed the other day he was standing out on his porch. He had like. Yeah, just he said yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What just, is, he had like a cigar or something, and it was like, "There's nothing like the city" or something like that. But it said Los Angeles, you know what I mean? So I think he's, you know, people are th- thinking, "Is did Maxine brainwash him? Like, what are they going to play off? Like, how are they going to explain this?" But still, you know, yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, he took like uh, uh, what do they call those classes, or he, uh, I just man, he, he tried to be refined and shit, and then he's a fucking, <laughs> it just comes out. Yeah, I, that oh, would be man. hilarious. <laughs> He has a break. <laughs> it's just like these ticks. Like, ah, it's like yeah. when Peter was uh, was, let, let was lost t- in the talk to you. Yeah, yeah. It's like when Peter Griffin was lost in the, oh, uh, in the yeah. forest and was like, shut up, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he was all feral. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. That's a great. Oh, episode. my bad, man. Go ahead. Uh, but this is the last match right here, man. Mm. Uh, Tyler Bate versus JD McDonough, number one contender match. This is a great fucking match. If you have time, go watch this oh, okay. on your day off. This is a great fucking match. Mm. 
Um, worth noting, NXT champion Braun Breaker, of course, is sitting ringside because he wants to know what's up with his title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt starts off a bit intense. You heard he's going to do a table for three with his dad and uncle, Braun. Man, they should just take the table out of there. <laughs> they should put a second table and put Scott there by himself. They, they just, and he's going to, hey, <laughs> just holler just Take the table. Or, or they should just put Buff Bagwell oh, in the middle shit. and then. Uh, no, what if Buff ends up being the waiter? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's, hey Steve. It's first of all, we got a nice house special for you y'all. A, 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 <laughs> my mama made it from Georgia. Mama, you know? always, <laughs> mama always said, hey, "My mama said, oh man, just like mama used to, just, just mama used to make, just like pick, uh, pick went, fresh from." <laughs> and, and let me tell you, Steve, you're not gonna tell Judy Bagwell any different. Oh my god. Oh my. Yeah. Anyways, man, uh, having fun here, man. yeah. Uh, yeah, match. <laughs> match starts off intense. Both Brits show off that you know that catcher's catch can wrestling Got skills. To. Lots of unique counters, pinning combinations, strikes and holds. Beautiful, beautiful. Big strong boy finally lands a diving elbow drop from the middle rope yeah, across the back of JD. Tries for the airplane spin uh, early, uh, right after, but JD counters out into a quick pin attempt. As uh, both men go back and forth, trading uh, more pinning combinations before hitting the big bridge spot for the. Uh, you know, when they, they, you know, they, oh, yeah, yeah, for another pair of near falls before the big double clothesline spot, and then picture in picture, mm, okay. where they had the crowd hot right in their hands, and then they set them right back down. It was great. Uh, back from break, JD hits a uh, Uranaki and a standing uh, moonsaw combo uh, for a near fall before locking in a elevated crab, but Tyler gets to the ropes. JD tries for the devil inside, Saito suplex, but the big strong boy overpowers him and, and, and ends up using his arm strength to pull him to the outside mm. instead of him deadlifting him from the ground. Oh, okay. And then uh, he, he goes for that big uh, over-the-top rope suicide dive mm-hmm. onto JD, basically kind of scorpioning him <laughs> into the Ooh. announcer's table, Sheesh. you know, right in front of Breaker. Yeah. Uh, Tyler hits a big T-bone suplex out the corner back in the ring, follows up with a, a, a standing shooting star press for another near fall. Uh, he tries to Irish whip JD into the corner, but he hits the you know the the big Ric Flair float over onto the apron spot, mm-hmm. uh, and then he pulls the ropes down when Tyler comes charging at him, sends him to the outside. JD hits a a uh, apron PK and a beautiful springboard to side moonsaw, bro, flush oh, okay. before immediately picking him up, throwing him back into the ring, hitting a diving four fifty for a near fall, no, beautiful <laughs> as well. JD nice. JD kicks out. I mean, uh, uh, Tyler kicks out. JD picks him right back up right after that, not getting frustrated, and and hits a fucking Kyle O'Reilly-esque brain buster and goes immediately into the hooks, hooks the leg, another fucking near fall, and this dude is fucking, it was insane. Wow. Like, like I'm saying, PK, yeah. Moonsault, 450, brain like, buster. Like, stacked, like stacked, stacked, stacked. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was nice, man. Um, but yeah. Uh, the two start getting into a slugfest uh, with Tyler hitting the bop, but JD countering the bang mm. uh, before Tyler tries for the Tyler driver at one point. JD counters out and tries for the devil inside again, but Tyler front flips over him like oh, the shit. counter, like almost like a, a destroyer. Oh, wow. Yeah, but lands on his feet instead of like landing on oh, his wow. ass. I, okay, I can see. I can right? imagine that. That's crazy. And then like, so he pulls him and then it's like, all right, so yeah. he's going to pull me. I'm going to front flip over you, yeah. mate. You know? Almost and, like a sunset flip. Guess again, bro. Right? And this is, yeah. this is so sick right here. He, he lands on his feet, hits the ropes. JD tries to swing when he comes back. He ducks under full speed, hits the ropes for that rebound yeah, clothesline. Yes, he does, yeah. But JD catches him in a standing fucking Spanish fly, bro. Oh, wow. And then he hits it so flush, he's like, go, right? And then Tyler 
bang. Hits him with the bang, and they're both fucking laid out. Oh, shit. Because he, he didn't hit the bang. He only yeah, hit the yeah, bop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, that was pretty good. Wow. That was pretty good. And Man. again, in their hand, and then fucking calmed it down again. I'm like, yo, this is a good fucking match, <sighs> wow. dude. Um, I'm trying to see where it was. Oh, you can't do it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, big cheer. Oh, yeah. Tyler tries for the Avalanche Tyler driver at this point. <sighs> JD counters with a big headbutt. You know that when he does, he just kind of yeah. says, fuck off, bro. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And hits a very unnecessary avalanche Spanish fly because he already hit the one from the yeah. floor mm-hmm. before hitting the Devils in, uh, inside Saito Suplex for the win and becoming the number one contender for the NXT Championship. Damn, they, yeah. they, they're really having him being taken very seriously. Yeah, dude, I mean, he's only like maybe one or two inches shorter than Braun. Like yeah. when they when they when they go, but like, I mean versus how he was being uh, presented yeah, before, like away, I, yeah, fucking, exactly. Yeah. And he was a good, yeah, when, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I remember because before he was deal. doing that A stuff, where we're like, all right, Finn Light, calm down. Yeah, well, <laughs> I even think, yeah, yeah, you're right because the ace didn't really help that. Well, thing. right, right off the bat, no, you got to kind of earn it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and he's he's but, putting but up you know some bangers. Is, is like he probably was the I think he was the Irish ace. We yeah. probably was from. What he had done prior. True, very to, true. You know what? Yeah, well, yeah. It, we just did our know first introduction. We, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Post match, Braun enters the ring for a stare down, of course, with JD when they're interrupted by Ilya Dragunov, who hits this. the ring and stares down both men. I think the reason why this was a big thing because last I heard, I think he was out with an injury. So yeah, he, that's he was, why the whole tournament even took place. Yeah, so, you're right. So yeah. like the fact that he came back, I mean, and didn't pretty, lose the belt. Damn near everyone. I don't want to say of importance, but people that they obviously wanted to retain for for the from NXT UK yeah. to this brand. We've seen already for the most part, but then yeah, this yeah. Was, I thought it was a good surprise. I don't know what this means for the Halloween Havoc shit, but you know, we'll, more Infinity Stones. Out yeah, there. but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that was a uh, NXT man. Honestly, already a pretty, yeah, pretty good. Sh- you hear that uh, Sean got like PWI <clears throat> Booker of the Year for NXT? Calm down, Sean. No, no, no. He it's not like he put it out there, but I saw that like someone had to put it out there. I was like. Is he? Oh, I no, mean, I was saying calm down because I was like, you're going to make people really like this 2.0 stuff, <laughs> but we're already out of that. But uh, We can't be covering this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but from, uh, of course, uh, 2.0, or not 2.0, but NXT, yeah, yeah. Uh, black or white and gold, I should say. We got, uh, of course, the Grand Slam edition of AEW Dynamite, Arthur Ashe Stadium. You've been there. Uh, I have. I heard the the transit situation was better. Fucking this year. Ubers are fucking ridiculous. Dude, well, because the, I guess I yeah. guess the transit was was being it was under construction last year. So they, oh, that even, makes sense. AW yeah. was like stressing, like don't forget that you can go by bus, by train. Because you know, I, I like, got Ubered there, but in terms of getting back to my spot, yeah, that's what was fucked. Is because. The people who aren't from there don't know what's going on, and I was getting like Uber drivers like getting frustrated at me trying to like, well, you're not at the pickup spot. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck the pickup spots at. I'm like, bro, I'm not from here. Yeah, I just fucking flew here. Like, I'm like, if you can tell me where it's at, I'll gladly meet you. But I'm like, don't leave. Yeah, you know what I mean, like <laughs> assholes. Yeah, bro, they were they were fucking try, mm. not trying to wait for me. Well, we start off with a uh, world title match, ROH. Uh, yeah, title I missed this. Yeah. Chris Jericho taking on uh, reigning champion Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, we, I'm going to go ahead and do it like I've been doing it with the spots. Jericho declines the Code of Honor handshake. Uh, he does, <laughs> at one point, use Kerry Silken, who's uh, sitting at ringside as a human shield, to sucker punch Claudio. And then he actually throws Kerry on the floor and assaults him a couple times. Like, yeah, it was just like, whoa, okay. You're what trying, the fuck, bro? Yeah, it was early 
going on. And it wasn't like real contact. It was just like a, yo, like why, why touch him at all? Like leave you him alone. You don't even like, need that kind of heat though. That's like, what he was going for. Uh, he also hits that apron superplex from the, you know, to the floor. The same one he uh, hit on yeah, Kingston. Yeah. that has been really good. Uh, he does counter a attempted, it's kind of crazy how this happened. He sets up for the Avalanche Frankensteiner. He gets caught midair by Claudio. And then he turns it into a straight jacket situation and lifts him up to try to go for an avalanche Ricola bomb. But he's able to get free midair and snap off the Frankensteiner anyway. Oh, wow. Because yeah, yeah. I've seen him do that with uh, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, it was very. Except he actually ended up doing the Ricola bomb. Uh, no, he, he. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. When, oh, oh when he gotcha. Did it, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But I've right. seen, like, but so the fact that they did that spot, but he, he upped it when mm-hmm. he let. I don't want to say he led, but yeah, Jericho yeah, got the better of him. That, that's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, at one point, Claudio goes for that springboard uppercut, but Jericho catches him midair with a code breaker for a near fall. And Claudio, not to be outdone, you know, gets the corner uppercuts. He gets a military press that straddles Jericho on the ropes. It was like, oh, I haven't seen somebody do a good military press in mm. a while. So, Dude, that's a lost art, ain't it? Huh? Yeah, I would say. Uh, he what? does counter a code breaker attempt with a pop-up uppercut. We've seen that spot mm-hmm. before. He does hit some hammer and anvil elbows, you know, kind of uh, patting that, you know, belief that they're all teaching each other strategies and techniques in the ring, you know, in BCC. Uh, jumping foot stomp, the one that, you know, ended Will William Regal's career. Uh, he does hit that <laughs> yeah. sharpshooter, and he blocks a low blow kick attempt and hits the Ricola bomb and only gets two. And it was a good one, too. Like, oh, it was shit. a good, yeah. So the match, and, he, and he's been winning with it, too, right? Exactly. Uh, match breaks down with Chris uh, has the walls of Jericho, but uh, Claudio escapes and hits uh, the repeated curb stomps. Again, like I said, uh, showing mm. that they're learning from each other. And he executes the uh, giant swing for a while. Uh, at one point, Jericho does crawl and grab his bat from outside and charges Claudio, but he blocks it, and he tries for another Ricola bomb, but Chris... Uh, he counters and causes Castagnoli to almost collide with Aubrey in the corner. Hmm. And so while she's trying to recoup, he turns around and gets kicked down, taking the dick kick city, as they say. Uh, and then he <laughs> follows up immediately with a Judas effect and falls into the pin and wins the Ring of Honor yeah, world title. I, I heard him talking about it in the second hour, and I'm like, wait, what? Because I didn't even know that they were fighting for the title at all. It was because he had a title defense against, uh, I can't remember who it was, um, I think against Dax and Jericho was on commentary and yeah. had made the note that, oh, you know, I've never been Ring of Honor world champion. And that's what kind of got the ball rolling. Mm. So I don't know if he did that on purpose. Yeah, him and, or him what? and Dax had a good match. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but the JAS are on the ramp waiting to congratulate him uh, after the win. And uh, But we do see Garcia give him a hesitant high five. It kind of sells how unimpressed he was with the way he chose to win the match. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I, f- I mean, especially when it's a Ring of Honor championship. Like, like exactly. There was no honor in that. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's why he didn't <laughs> yeah, take the whole. You know, so. And I think that the thing and, is. And threw down Kerry Silken. By like, the way, like, they're, oh, God damn. Yeah, that too. I guess probably why why they tied that in that that kind of makes sense yeah. because at this point and Ian was really selling like how sad he felt like this is like the end anti it was an antithesis as they say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it, like antithesis it, yeah antithesis of Ring of Honor is a sports the, the entertainer thing is, I think they're setting up for possibly Daniel or uh, Danielson to take that title off of him mm, that could be yeah because that's the only reason why I would see that yeah. Um, because the fact, especially with the fact of the direction they went at the, I, I was very surprised at the, the main event. To be yeah. Honest. Yeah. I, yeah. And we'll get there too. Uh, we do have a cool, uh, to, you know, to add to that, a cool vignette about the main event, which, you know, if you didn't see it, he just makes the point how he's only lost to four people in AEW and he's beat all of them except John Moxley since. And so he's like, there's only one left. So it's kind of like a redemption thing for Brian. Oh yeah. Which, Cause he did. He just recently beat hangman. Yeah. Yeah. And Jericho last week. So yeah. And, uh, Garcia. 
So that was that was the fourth. Yeah, one. Uh, we got the AEW tag title match. Swerve in our glory. Uh, who I thought was weird entered first uh, as champions. They entered with Fabulous, <laughs> which I thought was Yo, crazy. I, okay, so when 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 because you know shout out to Justin, he's from New York. Yeah, he sent me the the whole thing about Who Kid. Yeah, and then I laughed. I'm like, who wants to put bets on the uh, on them uh, on Who Kid possibly coming out with a. Uh, with 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 the acclaimed for their um mm. f- for their intro and he's like yeah they're probably gonna do that and then I heard this this whole rumor about oh there might be some some live performances because last time I think Fab was in the building but he didn't perform yeah Jedi Kiss was there too but he didn't perform that's right yeah and of all people it was a little Uzi who's not even fuck, fucking from yeah. New York yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't know why Tony decided to pluck him instead of fucking like even West Side he, Gun was there for yeah, a row. He, he bro. thought he was being. Playing to a young crowd, I think is what he thought. Nah, he should have got what West Side and fucking yeah, yeah, seriously. But uh, or Fab because there's a lot of Laps fans there, you know. What I mean? Yeah, very true. But uh, yeah, we uh, you know, they come out with Fabulous and like you said, the acclaim. They come out with DJ Who Kid. They talk about running them out of town like Cuomo. They said they're gonna make the picture turn black like the Little Mermaid. <laughs> um, and oh, they called. He said, "You look like a twenty ounce in a." What do you say? A twenty ounce in a two liter uh, Pepsi. It's, it's uh, Swerve and, and Keith Lee. If you think about that, like a little 20 ounce, you know, next to each other. I was like, oh, that was pretty funny. And uh, he says, he, he said, Swerve in your glory hole. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, oh, okay. See, when you said 20 ounce and, and a two liter, I was thinking. And I was tw- like, no, a 40. <laughs> no, no, for whatever reason, my mind went to uh, like a steak. Oh, got you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, it's like you, it's like Keith Lee. You look like a steak, and he looks, this guy looks like a like a two a twenty ounce. But then I'm like, oh no, he said two liter twenty ounce. Uh, yeah, I got I got to peep that. Like I yeah. said, I, I missed the first hour. So yeah, I no, yeah, no problem. Uh, from Swerving to Glory, uh, we get an impressive running hook and Rana early by Keith Lee. Uh, the acclaim go to do the scissors spot, but Swerve quickly tags in and interrupts with a drop <laughs> kick that noticeably irks Lee. Uh, Swerve hits a basement drop kick to target Max's leg. Wait, throughout. wait, he, he said that he hit a drop kick that irks Lee. Like yeah, like he broke. They went to go oh, do oh. like because they they tease this like best friends cam type of yeah. They spot, keep doing that yeah. right, and so they go to do it early on, and Swerve tags himself in and is like, "Nah, I'm not letting him do that because you know he's been the heel basically in the whole yeah, storyline." True. So he interrupts the whole thing before they get too close and with a drop kick. But you see Lee kind of like be irked that that he Tagged chose to in. yeah. That, that, like he wasn't so mad about the tag. It's like. You see him kind of like do this throughout the match where he kind of has like, I mean, we don't got to do all that, like kind of mannerisms. You Which know is saying? weird because, again, the last match, he they definitely, like Lee was working heel. A little bit. I think he was more working monster uh, heavy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that, yeah, that's true. It wasn't like he was like fucking raking eyes yeah. or anything like that. But, but uh, it, so, yeah, that irks Lee. Swerve hits a basement dropkick to target Max's leg throughout the match. Uh, then we see a house call by Swerve, a snap headbutt by Lee, and then he actually bill throws Bowens over the top rope onto the ramp because the ramp, you know, went right to, yeah. the, you know, on that side. Yeah, and then he hits uh, his elevated spine buster on Caster. Uh, the acclaimed, uh, we see Caster counter the corner bill from Lee with an arm drag. It was really nice how he did it. Uh, uh, we see a rebound power slam and a super kick uh, to both members of Swerve uh, in our glory by Caster. An impressive... It looked like a vertical suplex, but they kept saying that there was a little tuck on the end, so they called it a brain buster. But Caster picked up Lee and hit that, which I thought was kind of weird because I would give Bowens that spot as he's clearly more has more physique yeah. than than Caster. But I digress, uh, especially when you're working on his and, leg. And I'm surprised when they threw him over the 
the rope that he didn't just come crashing onto daddy ass. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and super kick, uh, we see, oh, my bad. Super kick by Bowens that drops Lee on his ass, literally. Super kick a, by Bowens? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I've seen him do it, but, you know, it was, like, kind of weird because he takes it and then kind of does a slow and then it drops on his butt. And I'm just like, these are the kind of spots Quincy doesn't like, you know, for Lee. Well, you I know? mean, I wonder if he was waiting for another follow-up kick or something. And then yeah, you know, it was totally like a dazed, like, uh, uh, boom, uh, like, Baby go boom, like that's how it looked. You Top know what I'm saying? Baby go boom. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn uh, it! I, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have the biggest seriously. eye roll, and I'm gonna hit you. You're gonna get a text like, "God damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, Caster counters a powerbomb stomp with a hurricane rana, and then buckle. Uh, he mm. actually, uh, or Bowens, I said, I should say, does that, and then he single arm buckle bomb swerve into the the uh, obviously the the corner. Uh, the match starts to break down when Lee misses a moonsault and Swerve jumps on the apron with the boombox and charges Caster, but Max ducks, resulting in Lee getting blasted instead and Swerve gets knocked to the floor. The acclaimed do the scissors and Bowens hits a blockbuster for two. Here's the thing. He hits the blockbuster and it's it's the time. It is the time to give him the straps. And Caster falls off the top rope to sell his leg. And I'm like... They didn't really work on you like that, though. And it just kind of, I couldn't tell if it was a sell or if he slipped and started selling because he hits the blockbuster and you would think he would go for it. And you see him fall and then Bowens goes for the pin and they only get two. And then it gets a little clunky after this for like another five minutes. Like, mm. and, um, you know, and so he, he only gets two because he, he's selling the injured leg. Lee hits Caster with a botch pounce from behind. And it's really weird. Swerve has. Wait, you said Lee hit who? Caster. So okay. Swerve has Caster in a fireman's on the uh, like in an avalanche style. Oh, and then oh. And then he pops him up where he pops him up to land on, on like his on his yeah. feet. Yeah, no, yeah. For some reason. And then he runs to try to hit the pounce, but it's ill timed. Really bad. It did you know, they try to, to save it on commentary. It does not get saved <laughs> um you know say and then uh they actually hit caster they steal this from dark order or i'm sorry from um uh grayson and uno yeah smash brothers they hit that electric chair liger bomb combo you ever seen that where you send you you send them yeah. off right so yeah dude that's an awesome move where you yeah. just fucking yeah yeah you just yeah. kind of fold them yeah it was for a near fall swerve hits the acclaim with a dangerous looking springboard flipping senton on the outside this incites billy gunn to get in strickland's face to exchange some words lee tries to pull swerve back to focus on the match he refuses to go back and walks into a famouser on the floor behind the ref's back billy gunn throws him back in the ring caster drop kicks lee off the uh, off the uh, apron and he falls on the ramp before Bowens hits the arrival and Max hits the mic drop for the championship win. What's the arrival? The arrival is that weird how he hits he lifts him up for that elevated flatliner and then spins him into a belly to belly. That's it's called yeah, the arrival. It's so that's such a weird fucking move. Yeah, it, but it looks Cause, cool because it's like, like I'm like wait it, it's like doesn't he spin it and then he lands like a sidewalk slam or something? Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, it's, yeah, so it's, it's so weird. yeah it's crazy. So but yeah they are the new uh, AW Tag Team Champions. That was the the call, but I I didn't understand no, what the, the they, it was like they were out. trying to make max like do, i don't know like what like, like, you, like you guys don't need the crowd to endear to yeah they are know, waiting they are, for this trick yeah. to be they're, they're waiting you know and, and of course they like y'all could have cut, out, the y'all, y'all cut yeah. out five minutes from the match yeah. and they got pink confetti shootout by the way so <laughs> they were ready for it uh we get a backstage segment ftr and uh they are uh you know uh, asked about the the match they congratulate they acclaimed uh but they remind everyone they've been number one contender since april 7th and then they get interrupted by the gun club they drop these dumb 
these dumb jokes like FTR you gonna stop complaining about being number one contenders FTR you guys gonna lose your momentum FTR you ever gonna be on TV again I took me into and, the second one where I'm like oh wow yeah and then they call Dak, Dak starts to say uh, let me tell and he goes oh why are you getting so mad little guy is it because we're a younger more charismatic more talented version of FTR oh you know what actually let's hit our catchphrase top guys out and then they do the boom boom you know and do the hug like you know they, they just mock them and walk away i was like y'all let them walk after that like and i guess it's y'all wearing like, all three of your belts you were, you so you're like reading, whatever but you were then. reading your note your notes but as you're describing this to me you didn't see the way my eyes were bulging out of my face i'm like what <laughs> what do you mean they let it skate <laughs> yeah, dude uh but uh see like get, i guess they want to work with them though you know that's what it seems but i've heard that they've had kind of some backstage stuff with um with the ass boys or i think i heard it was austin and then with bad uh, or good. with with the kind of bad like and then brian pillman i guess is uh, junior has rubbed them the wrong way for some reason i don't know he's just a weird cat yeah i mean um, no disrespect to him I, I hear he's hard to get a, a read on so i don't know i mean um i i've heard that he you know a, a team that a lot of people have been wanting to work with is the gun club we we've talked about the fact that they have a, a pretty pretty cool uh, theme song. Um, I don't know if they're gonna do a battle of the the eighty like sounding. <laughs> they're gonna do a battle of the eighty sounding theme songs. You know what I mean? I think that's why <laughs> I like <laughs> the song because they both sound old school but kind of cold. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now we get a uh, interesting segment on the ramp. Willa Uter is asked about his Utah. thoughts. Uh, Utah on his thoughts about Utah um, Jazz uh, <laughs> thoughts on his teammates being in the main event. When he's immediately interrupted by MJF's music to a huge pop, he enters with a quite the Fargo strut and a thunderous crowd reaction. He tells New York the devil has arrived, and then says, "Since you guys worship all the ground I walk on, you, uh, you guys are now devil worshippers." <laughs> he calls Shivani a fat old prick. Tells Utah he's mid and will never get a pop he just received because he's a god to these people and they drink his spit if they could there's not a man in the building who wouldn't let him sleep with their uh, wife time, uh, you went too far <laughs> yeah but he won't do so because he has standards even in new york um yuda agrees mjf is a generational talent and also a man who has more catchphrases than friends and calls him the king of low-hanging fruit before highlighting his recent engagement reassures i won't be as low as you and speak ill of your fiance i've met her i think she's wonderful but she's also smart enough to know what everyone already else knows and by that time she'll walk out on you just like you did to all of us in AEW, which I was like, oh, done. Mm. okay. MGF says, Yuta, you've evolved from paint drying to a pet rock type personality. That's and hilarious. Bro. That's and, hilarious. Yeah, and bro. calls the BCC the Blackpool Cuckold Club Shit. and reassures his teammates are not fighting for the title tonight, but for the opportunity to lose that title to him. Reassures, mm. though, when it's all said and done, he'll still be able to get tips from Brian on how to be injury prone and turn his brain into scrambled eggs. Jesus Christ. You could also ask Mox, never mind, you can't learn a damn thing from him. And you could, and if after that, that asks Regal how to pop pills, which oh, incites Jesus. a slap from Wheeler. MGF headbutts Yuta, then shoves Tony to the floor and berates Tony him. Tony Schiavone? Yeah, what? and berates him before walking into a takedown from Wheeler, who rains down punches until he's pulled off by W. Morrissey. Oh. Morrissey has uh, Yuta in like a nerve hold, basically, and holds him until MGF decks him in the face with the dynamite ring. Security rush out, but are immediately intimidated by Morrissey as he and MGF stare down Wheeler, who's laid out on the ramp and walk out. Later on, uh, it's mentioned, you know, they, they're like, it's weird. 
weird. They're like, we got to check on Tony. But then Tony goes and does a backstage segment with Jade almost after this. And then he comes back to the table and they're like, are you okay? And he doesn't really talk right away. And then you find out his mic's not on. Then he leaves commentary, gets checked by Samson. They say it's okay. And then they mention he's going to be fine, but he clearly doesn't care. Or else he wouldn't have done that. Like, it's like he's the money must be that good if that's what he's he's, willing to do. He's still fucking trying to keep it professional. I got a job to do. Yeah, exactly. uh, This sounded like a good segment. I'm going to go back and check it. Uh, One thing I will say, you probably, since I know you don't watch uh, uh, Rampage regularly, Mm. I try to. He did have a segment, uh, William, or William Wheeler, Utah. Mm-hmm. Against uh, a promo segment against Chris Jericho at one point. Oh, okay. I know and he they, actually I know did. They he actually did pretty, pretty. Yeah, the, the segment that that led to that. Yeah, that was pretty was good. Actually, pretty good. Yeah, yeah I remember so that. Yeah. To see that him kind of hold his own against MJF, it's pretty good. Yeah, um, I, I, I thought that. I'm. I wonder if that's. I mean, when you think about, it, he buried everyone else but Yuta. Yeah. <laughs> so. But it has me wondering if they're going to bring maybe some. They're going to recruit again for BCC because if they're going into the firm versus BCC. You know, oh, I mean, that's, that's a lot of numbers. You know, what I mean, I mean, it looks like the. You know, well, let me not jump uh, the gun because I haven't even gone the main event. Yeah, because I was thinking low key. I think Moxley might be turning hill when he comes back. Hmm. And and then, and then when you think about it, a, a, a Danielson led BCC is kind of better. Well, we'll and see. Then, uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Or, or comes back from where? I mean, he was supposed to take a vacation. Oh, okay, but I mean, I don't. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is this is before when I thought. You know that oh, that, that oh, Danielson I, was gonna win. Oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah, got, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get you, and we'll get there. I want to, you know. But uh, yeah, we got a backstage segment. Jay, this is so weird. Um, Tony asked Cargill about Diamante's challenge and claimed that she'll bring her friend along, who claims to be the baddest bitch. But Jay cuts the shit and shuts it down. And I see Kira uh, has an intriguing look on her face, and I'm thinking it's like because I know Diamante and Kira are dating in real life. And then Diamante interrupts, says her friend is the OG baddie. I thought that was gonna lead to. The OG badass Mercedes Martinez. That's what I thought. I thought she was being a play on words saying baddie because that's Mercedes like nickname. You know what I'm saying? But this reveals to be Trina, the baddest bitch from Miami who has no ties in New York. Uh, the hip hop artist to uh, Jade's surprise who immediately asked Kira if she knew about this while confirming kind of confirming the relationship on screen saying that's your girl, you know. Uh, and then Jade confronts Trina, says she'll see them both on Rampage. But Trina what? says, That's there's her much. to see her now. But Cargill just waves it off. Because they already have, like, the uh, the Action Bronson stuff going on. They don't yeah. need to do this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, then we got the, uh, the AEW All-Atlantic title match. Orange Cassidy taking on Pac. Uh, this was actually a really good match. It, w- but it was I a little wasn't... long, but, yeah. yeah. When, when it picked up, it was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Cassidy, uh, we see him remove his shades and throw them at Pac to start the match. Uh, at one point, he fakes Pac out with his slot strike combo, then hits a shotgun dropkick. Uh, we see a stun dog millionaire, suicide dive, diving DDT. I feel like he should call one of his moves, like, ripe for the picking or something because, like, hmm. you know? Like, I was thinking that the other day, too. I was like, Bobby Fish, you used to do that exploder. You should you should have called that catch and release, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Um, all day. All day. Was I mean, he, he should call another move like the flying fish. But, yeah, know, I, yeah. Or it was the flying fish hook. Whatever. Oh, you're uh, right. Yeah. That is, yeah. Uh, diving DDT and a satellite DDT for a near fall. Pack, uh, not to be outdone, running shotgun drop, shotgun drop kick. He has a brutal face smash into the ring post at ringside. We see a spaceman plancha, diving shotgun drop kick, a rebound snap German suplex, a deadlift German suplex, and a pump kick as well. We see the match break down where Cassidy hits the orange punch and pins, but Pac barely grabs the rope and rolls out to the floor and then crawls to the timekeeper's table. We see Orange go to grab Pack outside for behind, but he unknowingly doesn't... Oh, we he doesn't know his pack sneakily palmed the ring bell hammer in his hand and sucker punches Cassidy in a headlock and knocks him out cold and then brings him back in the ring and pins him for the win. I thought that fell a little flat 
because I was like, okay, I know you're a bastard, but it's like, are you you're running with the Lucha Bros for a while, and you kind of get the the, the I, face rubs. I was thinking, rubs, this, so I was thinking like, the same thing, but the thing I, I had put in the picture was the fact that he got sucker punched last week to even get the match. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah, you're right. A little bit of a receipt. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. They, they uh, you know, it's. I will uh, admit, the last hour I watched like uh, on mute. I was just mm-hmm. like watching it and taking notes. So I don't know the extent. I don't know. Of what I don't know said. if they made any reference to yeah. it, but me personally, I'm like, well, it kind of makes sense in yeah. that regard. So they're obviously going to try to do this versus the best friends, I guess. Yeah, true. So uh, we get the uh, fatal four way AEW interim women's title match: Britt Baker versus Serena D versus Athena versus Tony Storm. Baker, she gets the ripcord rolling elbow, sling blade, super kick, double team clothesline with Rebel at ringside, which I love because it's like somebody's definitely abusing the rules here. That's what I'm talking about. There's no because rules. There's no, you can't abuse the rules if there's no rules. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we get the swinging fisherman neckbreaker and a basement super kick from her. Deeb gets a double O'Connor roll, which I thought was very cool how she did yeah, that. Yeah, no, uh, Deeb was shining this match yeah, too. Yeah, she has that Muda lock, abstract, snap, suplex Dude. combination she did. Dude. Uh, basement running shoulder block. Never seen that. It's simple. But no one does that, you know. Yeah, I've seen a basement um, running Larry by Hangman, but not a shoulder block. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, apron neckbreaker, aprons, dragon screw, and a uh, twisted swinging neckbreaker, which I haven't seen her hit in a while, as well as the Serenity Lock. Athena gets a nice super kick, a Tower of Doom power bomb to everyone. Handspring forearm, shock and drop kick that actually blindsides, or if you uh, if you want to say T bones Brit during a curb stomp attempt, I thought it was really uh, well timed, but. Uh, then things. Oh, I'm sorry. No, let me not get there. Storm got the running shotgun drop kick, single leg crab, snap German suplex, and the sweet cheeks music as they keep trying to get over. Yeah. But uh, things do get a little uh, bad, and I could tell right away. As soon as you know, there was an awkward landing for Athena. She went for a two for one Samoan drop from uh, followaway slam combo yeah. on a Deeb and Storm, and the way she fell on top of Britt's face, I was like, that looked bad. Yeah. And immediately, I I you went back and watched. Yeah. I watched the rest of the match. I watched the whole thing, and then I went back and watched. Brit the rest of the match and it's like she crawls to the corner you see Rebel trying to tend to her and you could just see her like it's like yep that's broken broken nose again which sucks because I know she's had her septum uh, worked on and it, I, I've heard that it's more susceptible uh, as you go on in life to break your nose but it doesn't mean it, it's fun you know so nah, I mean I feel bad because if she has she's gonna have to take some time off but then again you saw Jericho didn't take a lot of time off when he broke his very so. true yeah, uh, we see the Osaka Cutter Code Break or Yoko Osaka Code Breaker for two on Storm from Athena as well, and then she sends Deep outside before Storm actually hits her with a springboard tornado DDT, and then she counters Baker's crucifix pin with one of her own for the surprise win. Um, and it was a clean, clean pin too. I will say I was. Surpri- I wasn't mad at that because it makes more sense. Yeah, with because, the frenzy because, atmosphere of yep, a fatal four way, yep, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, post match, Baker attacks Storm from behind and gets a very bloody close up on the camera before Jamie Hader runs in so and leaking. turns her around to fa- yeah she did uh, turns her around to face her hater teases attacking baker but attacks storm instead then gives brit a hug and dean uh, deep joins in and stomping them out i like them and, as uh, a trio right yeah there. i really do I-, I do like what uh uh what's her name too rebel mm-hmm. reba uh-huh. <laughs> it's been a while since we heard that definitely but it low-key they have a pretty clean squad yeah that's a, definitely and uh deep joins them in stomping all the faces out we see a, a curb stomp uh by baker as well and i will say this what happens next save this post match for me yeah. because I was like, that was lame. Why even tease the dissension if haters not going to do the hug and then turn around and lariat her? Yeah, the you lariat. Know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, because she could still want to stomp out Tony. Yeah, yeah, because she that's still, a champ. Exactly. Yeah, she could still want to 
mark her own territory and be who she is. She doesn't have to be a face, yeah. but she don't have to be a patsy either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or a number two no more. She could be her own general. So that's I what I people, was... people were excited to see that. Exactly. But now I'm more excited than this next part. Yeah, and then the, does... the high five sucked, right? Yeah. yeah. The... yeah you're like, oh, mother. Definitely. Uh, she signals for a lockjaw when she's interrupted by new music, which is Soraya Knight making her AEW debut. Baker's completely shocked, which made me think she had no idea who was coming out. She probably just knew something was going to happen. Uh, Soraya runs the heels off, then poses for the crowd and tells everyone that can hear this is her house now and then hugs Athena and Storm. So I had some dumbass. I think it was Planet Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, they had talked about her return saying, like, she'll never get a better response than what she did when she was she. I forgot what feud. Well, he ran for some some feud she had. Back in two, the early 2000s, it was like she's always been stale after that. And it's like the fact that she's going to co- uh, go to AEW, she's a sellout. I'm like, what? A sellout? I'm like, bro, she's cleared the wrestle and they don't want her to wrestle. Yeah. They didn't renew her fucking her contract. Yeah. If she wants to wrestle. And they did try to talk. And I, yeah. I was going to say, because it says uh, via Fightful, WWE would also be interested in bringing her back considering the new regime. We were told that the conversations didn't result in anything at the time, but anything could have changed since then. But obviously she appeared on AEW. So. And the thing is, is, I don't know if she's there to be physical. Well, that's we, what people I'm were not saying. Here to the say. fact that she was like, yeah. bring it on. But, but the fact that nobody was coming in also. Yeah. One man army. I mean, I'm not taking that away from her. Yeah. But, you know, I, I guess they uh, does she own? This is my house. I, that's what I was thinking too. I was, but I don't know. I she mean, said it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, and and, and <laughs> I you, know, you get away with a lot on a live microphone. Yeah, it's uh, true. Very match true. announcements for uh, Rampage Grand Slam. It's a two-hour trap against it tonight. It's Action sad, Bronson yeah. and Hook teaming up to take on 2.0 Daddy Magic, Matt Menard, and Cool Hand Angelo Parker. We got uh, Sting and Darby Allen taking on House of Black in a no DQ uh, tag match uh, as well to really cap off this huge. Um, uh, uh, I guess uh, I few still, that they've been I think there's going to be another match after this for some reason, but yeah. Uh, Jay, yeah, I think so too. Jay Cargill takes on Diamante. Uh, I don't. I, I'll, I guess she is defending the TBS mm-hmm. title, so that'll yeah. be interesting. I guess Trino will be, you know, in her corner because the baddies will be there. We got uh, Ray Phoenix, uh, one third of the trios champions, taking on Jungle Boy. We got Eddie Kingston taking on Sammy Guevara. Finally, Wardlow and Samoa Joe team up, the TNT champ and Ward, World TV th- champion. Th- they're known as Ward Joe. Ward Joe. There you go. I just saw there's a FT War shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's like a little late now. <laughs> but versus Tony Nese and Josh Woods. Powerhouse Hobbs will take on Ricky Starks in another match from their all-out uh, venture. And then, of course, this is what I'm really interested in is the Golden Ticket Battle Royale. Uh, Evil Uno, uh, Preston Vance, Roosh, Jay Lethal, Lance Archer, Pentagon Jr., or Penta L0M, Hangman Page, Alex Reynolds, like you were saying, and John Silver. Why the so, fuck is Penta in it if he's already a champ? I, I don't know. They, they're obsessed with getting more. And then, uh, like, how is Ethan Page not in here? God damn. How is Scorpio then who, Sky who, Who's the second here? person you named? Uh, Preston Vance. So they have the whole damn, they got the whole damn Dark Order in yeah. this bitch. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, and that's what they've been doing. They're going to jump them and, oh, you know what? They're going to throw Hangman over the yeah. top, bro. It says, win- yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Winner earns world title shot at a date to be announced this week. So, And then I'm guessing Hangman just gets a uh, a bye for these matches because he's a former champ. I, I don't know. They, I don't know how anybody else qualifies. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. That's the big question. If you, I wouldn't look Are at how ranked? Hangman got in there. It's Word. Like, yeah, and that's the thing. See, I was it gonna, should be like the top. How many? Is it eight people? Uh, let me see. I think. Now it's like 10, 2, yeah, 4, Y'all need the top six, 10. Eight. It's nine people. What? 
Well, I guess it'd be the nine because number one would be the champ, so that makes sense. Oh, okay, maybe it's the top ten. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, and then uh, we do have a Darby Allen Sting vignette, which was really cool. I don't know if you saw that, where he's, like, dragging yeah. this body bag, going to the funeral. Arthur Ashe. Yeah. I was like, man, this, I'm like, this I, is no, so no, cool. So what was scary to me, I'm like, I've never fucking seen you smile before, yeah, Darby. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and, and then you're yeah. laughing. I'm like, oh, shit. This yeah. cool. It's going to so, be dope. It's going to be lit. Like, I, that's how it came out. Because I'm like, what the fuck's in the bag, yeah, man? Seriously. Uh, and I'll, I'll wrap it up with the main event, of yeah. course. AEW World Championship match. John Moxley taking on his brethren in the BCC, Brian Danielson. MGF is shown watching from a skybox and holding his casino uh, battle royal poker chip, of course. Uh, from Mox, he actually didn't have have as much uh offense in this as i thought but he had this a single leg a crab match, yeah. yeah it was transition to an ankle lock uh, we see a snap german suplex avalanche back rake which is funny to call that an avalanche no nah, dude yeah and then uh <laughs> he, he actually locks a label lock in himself and uh hits the king kong larry i love how that happened too because i think mm-hmm. he got was it he got hit with uh the roundhouse kick mm-hmm. and then he leaned on him and then i, I didn't like, like how they they keep leaning on these these leg injuries because he only worked on that leg with those two holds you just named and all of a sudden it was a factor for, well because for remember Later. oh last the, week yeah right? with jericho he landed wrong yeah That's so, what and he okay. ripped his shoe off and the whole oh night, i so, forgot about yeah. that yeah yeah uh dan said we get a running corner drop kick diving apron knee smash diving shotgun drop kick snap german suplex and mocks on the apron elbow stomps which is you know i haven't seen that in a while where he puts the palm down on yeah. that uh, hat right. suplex avalanche back suplex uh, cattle mutilation hammer anvil elbows and a roundhouse kick uh, and it just breaks down where we see Brian escape the death rider and hit the psycho knee smash for a near fall Mox targets Brian's injured ankle from last week then hits a curb stomp and a death rider for a very near yo, fall yo the crowd was into that yeah for sure uh, dueling forearms ensue but Brian regains control by kicking Mox's face in and locking in a triangle hold and then transitioning to the label lock but Mox escapes and hits Brian with a death rider on the L D ramp for a very near fall as well. Yeah, uh, he locks in a sleeper hold when Danielson climbs the turnbuckles and shoves off Bret Hart's down to a pin mm. attempt. But Mox holds on and cranks deep until Brian passes out for the win. Uh, Regal enters the ring to congratulate both men, but Danielson kind of looks upset and noticeably points a finger at him to end, uh, you know, while the show goes off the air. Yeah, so. I felt like there was obviously That was more... a real, you got lust in your eyes, Regal. <laughs> <laughs> that was a finger he pointed at him. You're, those are those are more in my pedals, your honor. <laughs> Uh, you, you got, got blood in your eyes, you Regal. Got, you got blood on your pedals, Regal. Oh man. Uh, that's yeah. I mean, uh, I would love this. I've seen what happened after the cameras have stopped rolling. I'm sure they're pressed for time. Yeah, we'll see if it's on YouTube um, or someone has it from uh, what is it, Bleacher Report? You know? Somebody. I know there's a, there's a lot of y'all journalists in in, in New York, so mm-hmm. New York. Somebody that would have posted something, but um, yeah, that's that's the show. Um, like I said, I thought for sure by the end of it, I'm like. Okay, have him have Danielson be Mox. Mox gets his, his his vacation that he deserves. It makes sense. And then have him come back and yeah, and go heal yeah, Mox because like, real really wreck shit. Like what a, a what, real a real heal, heal Mox. Yeah, yeah I was gonna not say the inoculation not, yeah. bullshit. What he yeah. was starting to do in WWE before Vince is like, you should do stupid shit. It'll be wacky. Get it? <laughs> I saw that movie uh, with Tom Hardy, uh, Batman. You mean the one with Christian Bale? <laughs> yeah. The star? I got that jacket for you. Yeah, yeah pal. I got that jacket, Perry, pal. <laughs> That's real leather, pal. Uh, you were, I was born in the darkness. Yeah. I was oh, raised man. by it. <laughs> but no, I agree. I was very, I, I like, not going to lie. I would have rather Danielson beat Mox that way Crowd with the wanted pin. It too. Crowd wanted it. Yeah, sure. like yeah. I just thought that was the way because to go. And it was a year, or I don't know I, if it was a year, but they, he made his. I, I went at the first Grand yeah, Slam. That yeah, was his first official it, yeah. match. So 
it would have been real poetic that way, right? Yeah, like, I think so. Too. I mean, and to me, I think it's too early to pull the plug on BCC, like, yeah. unless it's going to be the way you say, take someone needs to take some time while someone else takes over as the main guy or whatever. But yeah, I was very surprised by this. I thought Danielson deserved yeah. it. It made yeah. more sense from, in my opinion. I was excited for the type of matchups he would have before MJF cashed in on him or whatever it was going to be. But it seemed like. At the same time, there was a glimpse of in my mind. I was like, "Are they gonna give it the Mox?" Because it was Mox who interrupted MJF. Yeah, the, I was the and only reason. Thought, that's the only. Right? Like, it's not that Mox deserves it. It's like they started something with Mox yeah, with exactly. MJF. So that's mm-hmm. the only reason why I see. I would see it because remember, I was like, I don't know how the chip works, but I'm like, oh, he's gonna cash in on. I'm like, oh, they don't have a cash in option. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean. So yeah. I figured them being in New York was like a no brainer for MJF to walk away with it. But yeah. Um, they're gonna stretch it out. Pause. So we'll, yeah, we'll have to. You know, I'll be honest. I did expect him to walk away uh, to cash in that night. I thought maybe because at one point you see him on the phone in the sky. I, th- I, I said the same thing. And I was I like, hey, we're gonna see a scene at WrestleMania. Oh, well, Undertaker's here. Oh, let me run. No, <laughs> I was thinking he was calling the firm. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was yeah, the I mean, firm. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, or oh, I thought it was him now, getting a now. call, but that makes sense. It maybe him calling somebody. Yeah, right. like should we do it? Should we do it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit the lights. Fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> but he um, could have looked right at the hard cam. That would have been hilarious. Like snap. <laughs> but it was a Scott Hall spooky fingers. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, pretty good uh, on both ends. Obviously, Grand Slam was kind of the uh, the more top tier uh, as far as the marquee board on things that were going on because it was the, the bigger quote-unquote yes, event. Um, I can't really complain too much. I mean, I, again, you know, Wendy Chu was pretty cool in the beginning, but it, I'm over it now. Like, you know, yeah. there's really no one she can face. I get it. You're trying to make her face the, the person that people hate the, the most right now, which is Corey Jade, but I mean, it's yeah, not enough but to make me I always feel invest. like that's the um, – Break glass in case of emergency. Very, booking. very much so. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, well, let's go for cheap heat. Because if it's not yeah. her, then the next one up would be like what Mandy or probably like a Lash Legend. Well, she already did the Lash. Oh, Lash Legends, but it's actually she just attacked her after the match. Yeah, so the, it, now she's a, she's running the circuit. Awesome, I guess so. uh, she's on the cul-de-sac. Unfortunately, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Word. But other than that, yeah, I don't. I, that's I don't one have, way though. I ain't got too much to complain. It was we were seeing some new guys. The I didn't like. I said I wouldn't. I didn't catch the first best out of three series, but yeah. the second match was good. Yeah, it sounds like a Main banger. Main event sounds like a banger. The yeah. Oro thing over Waller very much intrigues me because yeah, very curious. I feel like I wonder. I don't know. I, I get maybe there's they think there's money in the Apollo thing, but like I said, I would have booked it where you throw Apollo and him in there. You know what? You yeah, know? that's true because they're, they're probably planning something uh, separate with those two with uh, Havoc coming up. So that's yeah. probably why they. I mean, but then again, you don't have the solo Sequoias to rest your laurels on unless they're going to what throw Trick in there or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, like who, a lot of the utility guys are kind of have or moved oh, maybe up Andre or, Chase. Maybe they're going to put. Chase I was in there. thinking that too. You know, but I don't know. But it, it, same thing with Dynamite. I thought it was a good opener. Very surprising that Jericho won. I'll be honest. Um, and then is that the some, opening match? That was the opening match. Uh, I'm a catch shocker. That. Yeah, because yeah. it sounded like a really good match, and then also the tag match sounded really yeah, good. Yeah, and so the I'm MJF go match you should see. But I'm telling you, when you watch the tag match, you're gonna be like, that should have been it. Like, and uh, and I'll be honest, there were what got me was somebody got to AEW right, and Tony Khan came out and was like, oh, oh rah rah rah, let's go, all that. Out of for everybody. Exactly. Under yeah, <laughs> un, under your seat. Check it out, right? And and QR code. <laughs> And so, but the guy, he's filming uh, the the Tron, or not Tron, or, or the, the main, like, the, or the scoreboard or whatever, like, if you can't see anything, and it shows the close-up, like, you know, if you're at, like, a concert yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And so he's view. filming that, and he goes, well, we're sold out, I don't see anybody. And you see, like, there are a bunch of seats high up that aren't sold out. And so what gets me is there's a lot of, let's go to this crazy angle 
And it's like, oh, and, and, and the way it hits, it's like drawn out in the middle of a spot sometimes. And you're like, oh, wait, did bro, the match end or something? Bro, like, And you're like, so, what the what, so what are they what, doing this for? Like, I it seemed like that's what they were designed to emphasize. It's crazy packed in here. You I know? didn't and, notice this when I would hear a lot of people talking about this, but people would say that their production sucks. It does. And so when I was watching that in the main event, how many times were they were in the middle of a transition or a counter where they went to that wide shot for no I'm fucking saying, reason, bro? Dude. And, and, and then the it, other it thing was, was like, stop showing MGF so fucking much. He's, he shouldn't show him that much unless he's going to fucking, you're going to show yeah. him and he's gone. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, wait, where the fuck did he go? Exactly. But that's, it's like, if that's not yeah. what you're doing, they don't fucking do that. Exactly. That's I was thinking in my head, like, how are they not breadcrumbing this a little dude, bit? Like, I mean, like, they should have people that know what they're doing coming from the WWE side and, and yeah. the back there that should be like, yeah. I'm not Bucky, but uh, Buck Teeth, but <laughs> if I was him, I think I would uh, maybe not uh, go on the shot too long. Yeah, because because uh, some of the mm-hmm. some of the angles they 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 pick, who they're like zo- who would just zoom in. Go, no, but there's times where they're like, all right, camera one, then they go to camera whatever, and I'm like, why did you pick that camera? That was the same view, but just turned like maybe twenty percent yeah, the other no, way. I'm like, that was yeah. stupid. But I will say, yeah, the tag title match is great. Although, yeah, I, I'm gonna check I think out. it should have ended uh, sooner. Fatal 4 always dope, though I hate Britt got hurt, but great to see Soraya show up. Mm-hmm. And then the main event was definitely great. I just, I don't think Danielson should have took the L and I, not I passed agree. out like that. I, Especially you know? after just winning his way into the, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think Moxley needed to be a three-time AEW champion they didn't, that it, bad. It, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't like a pressing matter at no. all. But. I, you know, like, just like you said, Brian could have won. He could have rode off to his fishing trip sunset and then come back and reset and yeah. figure out what the new temperature of the landscape is and um, apply the new attitude as such, you know. But other than that, not a bad week of wrestling, I will say. Yeah, and that, that's my main takeaway yeah. is I uh, hope everyone else uh, go out of your way and, and check out those matches. The tag match, the Jericho match, the main event for mm-hmm. Grand Slam, and also main event for NXT, just NXT. Yep. Uh, so don't worry. <laughs> and then um, – yeah, the first match, uh, Axiom and, and uh, uh, what's his name, Nathan Frazier, yeah. pretty good stuff as well, man. So, yeah, go, go out and check that out, man. But thank you for doing what y'all do, and that's checking out what we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be it for this episode of The Quincy Jones Show. Feel free to follow us everywhere, man, The Quincy Jones Show, at Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show, on uh, Twitter, and uh, backslash The Quincy Jones Show on Facebook, as well as TikTok when we get down. Uh, you know, it's always the rest of Wednesdays, hashtag. Uh, check that out. Shout out to Doc for always, uh, you know, definitely spearheading that, week. man. I was. It hit me nah, like on a Sunday. I was did like, you? "Oh, I meant, yeah." Because I saw. I was like, "Damn, the last one I did was the thought, Austin one." And then I got. Nah, I don't I know. I thought you had a. I could have swore I saw you in a um in a Heart Foundation tee uh, before the the Owen Hart one. I was wearing that. And last time that we got together to record, oh, but maybe I, 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 oh, that's I, what it was. Yeah, okay, so. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So I get the Russell Wednesdays and uh, IRL, but you know, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot to post that day for but, sure. Um, you know, but always yeah. uh, we drop in every Friday, man. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Castbox, as well as the great people at uh, True100Radio.com. Uh, hit us up, man. We got merch for sale still going, man. Pocket tees with just basic logo stuff, man. We're not over here trying to be too fancy. Ten dollars, Buster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just just want to uh, extend that to y'all if you guys want to uh, support. Got a, a bunch of sizes available for definitely hit us up in the email to check that out. Yep, 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 um, yep. And, of course, check out the album. I already hit y'all with the little promo for it, so I won't, I won't even uh, take Plug. too much of your time. Quincy Jones Show, the album is out now. Check it out. I'm getting people hitting me up about it now. They, you know, quote, man, I slept on this. This is dope, man. I really appreciated this, end quote. I'm like, hey, I appreciate for even the feedback. That's you know what I mean? So, that, that's, you know? that's my – I could finish your album going to and from work. 
Yeah, so I, I like that. that. I can get like the first half on the way and the last half on the way back. So and and, and they're meant to be two halves to a whole, yeah, anyways. If exactly. you really break it down, and I, re- mm. I one of these days I'm gonna do break a breakdown of the video. Maybe I'll, I'll ho- uh, holler at uh, B side. Um, and maybe sit down with the good people at B-Side. Uh, yeah, it's you know. been a minute, yeah, for sure. But um, definitely, uh, like I said, check out the album and everything, man. Uh, and check out everything Dot got going musically as well, man. Yes, sir. Um, you know, you guys know what it is. Hip-Hop Hybrid, only one in existence in the worlds of pro wrestling and hip-hop. Sorry that Drew McIntyre tried to steal my gimmick earlier. I am back to flip the bloody table. <laughs> uh, but you guys know what it is, man. This is awesome. Album been out over years. Streams keep coming. Having a hard time keeping them down. And it's just a blessing, man. It's amazing. Everyone that's still supporting the album. Really Go is. ahead and check really that is, that man. project. Uh, yeah, definitely, man. Uh, check that project out as well as others. It does feature Mega Ran and, of course, the world's greatest tag team partner on this planet ooh, and in ooh, this business, ooh, ooh. Quincy Jones. Go. Oh. And my man, I. Ellis, the artist, man. Really good. Uh, check him out. Very too, talented yeah. brother. Very talented yeah, brother for sure, man. man. So go ahead and check that out. All platforms you're familiar with, whether uh, you're on social media, you can check my music on Instagram, TikTok, etc., Facebook, etc., on your stories, what have you. Or, of course, go ahead and check out Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon, and uh, Tidal all the above man wherever you like to stream your favorite artists aka the mega towers that's where you will find the mega towers but other than that follow your boy at doc lesnar on instagram at doc underscore kgs pod for all things having to do with this podcast including hashtag wrestling wednesdays as we just said tap in with the community y'all also have uh, another uh uh handle at lesnar's underscore lots on at lesnar's underscore lots make sure you get that right that's for all things having to do with my uh <laughs> make sure you get it right you gotta get it say right. it the same way yeah get it right get it tight <laughs> Um, but it has everything to do with my Mercari page. Uh, I do not do sales through the DMs, but it's just so you can see the catalog of what I have to offer. I got everything from Funkos to figures, loose, inbox, AW, WWE, autographs, whether uh, and I actually got a lot of stuff from The Office in lately, too, uh, the TV show. So check me out, man. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, other than that, follow me at Doc Lesnar on TikTok. And uh, you already know, man, I got the three words for him. I mean, you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook, but I'm barely on there. But three <laughs> words for him is tap, tap guys, guys out. out.